President Donald Trump has followed through on his threat to veto the National Defense Authorization Act, which is a massive, I think it's like $750 billion bill that essentially authorizes national defense. There's a couple interesting things in it. Most notably is a, an amendment that was added in July that curtails the, uh, uh, the president's power uh, to invoke the Insurrection Act. It would require some kind of certification through Congress, which essentially defeats the purpose of the Insurrection Act, I guess. But Trump vetoed it not because of this. He vetoed it because he said Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act must be repealed. Now, that would be a huge mistake. It would likely result in, you know what? I don't, I wonder if they would ban this show. They probably would. We'd probably banned instantly. You'd see the likes of, you know, Stephen Crowder, Ben Shapiro. They'd be gone overnight. Because what Section 30 does is it makes it so that YouTube can't be sued for the things said by me, Ben Shapiro, or Kyle Kalinske, or Stephen uh, Crowder, or anything like that. That you'd have to actually sue those individuals for defamation if they defamed you. If you get rid of Section 230, then you would just sue YouTube for YouTube, you know, is the one who published the content. I certainly think Section 230 has its problems. We need reform. I don't think they're going to repeal it. Mitch McConnell is saying he's going to come back in on the 29th and override Trump, which is a good sign that just before one of the most important elections for the Republican Party, the Republican Party has more than enough knives to place figuratively in Donald Trump's back, which means probably Trump supporters aren't going to support the Republican Party in that capacity. But uh, we'll see. We got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi and this COVID stimulus package and stuff. But we got, a, we got a cool guest today. You may be familiar with him from his congressional campaign. Former congressional candidate Joey Salads uh, has joined us. I told you not to reference <laughs> me like that. <laughs> I told you I was going to do it. Introduce yourself. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Joey Salads. <laughs> I do pranks and political stuff. I don't know. There you go. I don't feel like I'm worthy to be on this show. What, what? do you mean? Oh, you're more than worthy. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. You have like millions of subscribers. I don't know. It, it's all demonetized. I don't even post pranks anymore. I'm on YouTube, so I don't know. You get like tons and tons of views. Dude, your well, prank stuff way, was pioneering, man. It was. Uh, I was pioneering that stuff. but Some controversial for sure, but uh, then you ran for office, so mm-hmm. now you're officially... A, a you know former congressional candidate that's your that's your official honorary <laughs> title. I was like, oh, I'm officially a loser. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we can talk a lot about uh, a lot of stuff too. It's it's interesting. Uh, I think you're you're probably one of the best people to talk to about internet censorship, Section 230. Not only are you like one of the wh- when did you start on YouTube? I started on oh, I've been doing YouTube since it came out. Yeah, exactly. And that was so, like as a kid, you know, fourth grade. That was my dream. I want to be a YouTuber. That's what I want to do. And you did it. And I ended up doing it. There you, you go. Got to do it every single day, kids. If you're at home, you want to be a YouTuber. Just do it every single day. And eventually, if you make good stuff, be smart, get better. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to talk about this because the NDAA stuff overlaps with the with censorship and big tech, and will be an interesting conversation. Of course, Ian's chilling. What up, Holmes? And I've got the super male vitality. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Michael's. Michael, oh, yeah. thank okay. you, Michael Mr. Malice, Malice Doctor Menace. <laughs> he and left it, it here. It was so good that I put some in my coffee. Oh, does it taste good? Yeah, I tasted it sweet. Interesting. And I, I liked it so much. I don't much. even know what it is. You, you should have some. No, I'm here, good. Just in case you change your mind. <laughs> All right, I'll take super Michael Malice's super male vitality Infowars Life. It says. All oh, right. It's really amazing how supplements are like the go-to thing that people sell. What's up with that? You can't like, I tell did, if they work. I did one. I did one. Uh, I think I did like two or three ads for a supplement. It was a collagen supplement. Yeah, you can. That's good. You know, I, but it's because I'm like an old man and I skate. I, I've been taking so it's like a pretty beetroot. I've got like an array of like ten different bottles of of fruit extracts and stuff, and one is beetroot extract. It is so good. You will feel so much better huh, after two of those. 
Tim, Are you pitching a specific? I will let you company? know. I got you a pr- Christmas present. <laughs> is it beetroot extract? It is beetroot extract. <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, Lydia's hanging out. I am here, She's pushing mashing buttons. all the buttons. Yeah, that's right. But uh, let's just uh, let's jump in. Let's, let's just talk. Let's, you know, let me just say some first. We weren't actually going to do a show today. This is interesting. Yeah, we were. Uh, it's Chris. You know, Christmas Eve Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. So I'll tell. You, I'll let you in. Look, if I could work every day through every holiday, I would. The problem is two things happen on holidays like Christmas Eve and Christmas. Nobody is working. So very little happens. The politicians are at home. They're not talking about anything. So there's no movement. But everybody's home. But nobody's watching this stuff. So like uh, on holidays when people uh, – for political content, I can say at least – my views go down because people yeah. aren't going to turn on a podcast, listen to politics, and hang out with their family. What I do is, luckily, I have so much evergreen content throughout the years. I just repost Christmas or seasonal related content every single year. So on Christmas, I'll put up, like, you know, for those three, four days, I'll just re-upload, you know, hey, this was kind of Christmas related, like a package. Exploding. That's a good idea. I should do that. I'll go like back that. from like a yeah. year ago to find some news segment <laughs> I did. Well, put it up. Flashback. Donald yeah. Trump wins the election. <laughs> yeah. 2016. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a flashback video. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. We're, like, we're, gonna, we're thinking about it. We're going to be yeah. chilling. We got uh, one story about a giant ball of fire in the sky in yeah. China crashed into the earth. Um, I think this definitively proves it once and for all. Aliens? Aliens. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so we're good. We're all right. There we go. We all we're, we all agree. And uh, we're just gonna we're gonna hang out. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're chilling. Uh, we weren't really gonna do a show, but then you know Joey's in town. Yeah, he invited me on on Christmas like, Day. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I got the day Friday. Oh, I'm like, oh. that's Christmas, bro. <laughs> that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I didn't realize what day Christmas yeah. was, and I was like, maybe you can come this day. And then I was like, oh wait, just come tomorrow, dude. Yeah. So we got Joey here, but let's uh, let's 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 uh, let's talk some news, man. And. Uh, this is this is big. This is Trump. Trump vetoes major defense bill citing Section 230. This is significant because it's the authorization for national defense. It is a massive spending bill. It is a ridiculous spending bill. The most one of the most famous incidents uh, instances of the NDAA was when Obama signed into into law something called the indefinite detention provision, which was included in it and it allowed the U.S. government basically to like rendition anyone anywhere like take you and black bag you like you know like v for vendetta where creedy puts the bag over your head and then like zips it and they drag you out that's basically what it authorized so you know seeing trump veto this i laugh when i heard trump was going to do when he tweeted about it i started laughing but let's read TechCrunch reports following through on his previous threat president trump has vetoed the 740 million dollar okay million not billion national defense authorization act a major bill that allocates military funds each year in tweets early this month, Trump said he would sink the NDAA if it wasn't altered to include language terminating Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, an essential and previously obscure internet law that the president has had in his crosshairs for the better part of a year. Quote, your failure to terminate the very dangerous national security risk of Section 230 will make our intelligence virtually impossible to conduct without everyone knowing what we are doing at every step. Trump said in a statement on the veto, it's not clear what the president meant or what he was referring to in criticizing the military funding bill as a gift to China and Russia. I just got to say, I have no idea what he means by that Section 230 thing. And I think Trump fundamentally misunderstands what Section 230 is, probably because his understanding of it is being filtered through, you know, one or two people. So you'll get someone like me being like, yo, we need Section 230 reform. Section 230 is a problem. Someone will hear that and then be like, yeah, Section 230 is a problem. And then Trump will be like, it's a problem or I'll get rid of it. It's like, no, 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 no. You get rid of it. We're all banned. We don't want to do that. So let's see. They say uh, Trump tweeted about it. 
The president cited bipartisan calls for a Section 230 repeal in his decision in spite of the NDAA's overwhelming bipartisan support. So basically what's going to happen now is Mitch McConnell says December 29th, he's going to come back in, override Trump's vetoes to make sure every single Trump supporter knows the Republican Party hates you, hates your president. I'm being a little hyperbolic here. But yeah, come on. Mitch McConnell doesn't like Trump. There was a really great comic. I don't know if you guys uh, follow uh, George Alexopoulos, who got his paintings up on the walls. He just put one out where it's it, it basically looks like the Lion King, I guess. Trump is hanging from a cliff and like reaching out. And then Mitch McConnell jams his fingers <laughs> into Trump's hands. And then Trump's like falling to his death like the Lion King and Scar. Oh, I want that one. Yeah, yeah it's so one. good, man. I'd love That's to get awesome. it. Awesome. But uh, look, if if Section 230 goes, our show's gone. The reason why there's probably bipartisan calls to repeal Section 230 is because the establishment hates us. They hate you. They do. Now I'm not being hyperbolic. They hate you. They hate me. They hate Joey. They hate Ian. They especially hate Lydia. The establishment just really doesn't like know. What is it about Lydia? I don't they know. Got a wanted poster. Because she's, so she's pushing the buttons, true, yeah. man. That's oh. true. They're like, oh, Lydia. Yeah. So, so look, the establishment Democrats would love it if the mainstream media were the only game in town. And so you get rid of Section 230. And then overnight, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube are flooded with lawsuits, many of them probably meritless. And then it's going to be like, we're, we're done. Ban everybody. We don't care. You know, you know what YouTube will do? They would love this. YouTube's been trying to get rid of everybody for a long time. And so they're doing something like, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Joey, with what, what Pornhub just did recently. I did see that. Banned all non-verified content. That's it. If you're not yeah. a verified channel, you're gone. I used to have a whole uh, photo. Pornhub uh, channel? Yeah, no, like uh, <laughs> bookmarked. Like my favorite porn. I'm <laughs> very calm about it. Like, yeah, just ten a... years worth of stuff. <laughs> I'm with you. Seventy, eighty percent of it's gone. I'm Brutal. like, oh, this has been my library. You know, evergreen content. You know, yeah. the livelihoods for some people. I mean, in all yeah. seriousness, a lot of people just lost their jobs when that happened. I know there's a lot. I know there's like Pornhub, like creators, like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll do like porn vlogs. Am hmm. I allowed to say that oh, word? Cool. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Probably like, not. Probably demonetized. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Merry Christmas, Vlogs, everybody. Yeah. Really porn. But yeah, but like it's it's like people have their own channels and you know they can make money. I guess I don't. I don't. Yeah. I. I. Uh, my understanding is now they're doing crypto because Mastercard and Visa like cut them off. But this is what's coming for everybody. They start with Pornhub. They always do it this way too. <clears throat> Because they know regular people won't publicly fight for it, for the most part. Like, nobody wants to get them on, on, on a pedestal and oh. be like, we must protect our porn. Yeah. They're going to be like, nah. Yeah, they go yeah. after yeah. the worst it, of society yeah. first. Yeah. Or just like their... the, the socially, the, the fringes. And now I'll tell you what comes next. They did this thing. We talked about it a little bit or, or last week where YouTube got rid of verification for tons of channels. You remember that? Yeah. that they. I remember they stripped. I, I wonder if I'm still verified. Well, they, they, there was a backlash, and so they said, okay, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I was actually one of the approved channels where I got an email saying, you're all good. We love you. Mm -hmm. You're verified. But eventually, I think what's going to happen is they're going to start – so right now, they already said we're going to put ads on content that isn't in the partner program, meaning yeah. you upload videos. You're not the part – like they'll make money off you. Because YouTube's – uh, oh, they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Oh, yeah, just nonstop. Yeah. I think what comes next is they're going to be like, if you're not a verified – account in the partner program, we are going to stop promoting you in the algorithm. And they're going to say, you'll still be able, or they'll say like, we'll stop recommending you as much. This is because, you know, we're trying to improve quality for all of our creators and make sure they can make money. It'll be great news for all of the bigger creators who will now see bigger viewership and things like that. And then they're going to start, they're going to tell, they're going to start getting rid of smaller channels, fringe channels, 
people with the wrong opinions. Yeah. Gone, gone, gone. And you know what? It's, it's two things. They're doing it one for business reasons and then two because they have bias. And the business reasons why they're doing it is because the whole adpocalypse situations where, you know, CNN or the late night show, they can post whatever they want and they have reserve ads on the back end where they're what getting... What does that mean, reserve ad? So, well, one, first off, they're, I'm assuming they're in the Google preferred program where they're getting the most exclusive, highest paying ads. And then also on the back end to fill the extra ad slots, they have d- direct deals with companies like Coca-Cola right. to fill that extra space and they pay a premium. So obviously YouTube and Google, they get a cut of that. So that's one of the reasons why they want to promote, you know, traditional media there because they have their own set of ads, you know, from, from right. direct deals. Uh, so business wise, it makes sense, but that's not what YouTube is. And those, co- that content only gets views when they feature it on the homepage. Right. Nobody's and, and, and it's when you go to the front page of YouTube, and I'm sure all of you watching have seen this. There is like the COVID news bar and everything's thumbs down to oblivion, like yeah. 10, 20% mm-hmm. thumbs up. It's all just obliterated because nobody wants to watch that garbage. Yep. So YouTube's trying to be Netflix. If we get rid of section 230, YouTube's going to start square dancing. All the CEOs are going to be laughing. They're going to be like, that's it. All the conservatives, all the moderates and independents, you're gone. MSNBC guys, you know, progressives. All right, we'll give you a pass. But if if we keep Section 230, the track we're on right now is still really bad for independent voices, smaller channels, or anybody who's even big and wants to challenge the system. Because you could have a million subs, but you give a wrong opinion, you're gone. Yeah, and it, it's what what the, what the social media is. The thing is, I'm I'm more into the free market. Where at first, when this was an issue like five years ago, I was like, eh, you know. They can do what they want. They're they're a business. You know, they can operate it however they want. But then over time, realizing these social medias have a monopoly on free speech on the internet. Like the World Wide Web, like if you make your own website, you can only get, generate traffic to your website is if you promote it on Twitter, promote it on YouTube, promote it on Facebook. Buy ads, buy, buy a billboard, I guess. Yeah, billboard on yeah, Sunset Boulevard. Buy a billboard. billboard yeah, on Sunset. Yeah, like, or a commercial no. <laughs> on the Super Bowl for a million dollars. Yeah. So... <laughs> How much they cost? They cost something like that. A million dollars a minute or something. Are they more? Probably way more. Way more than that. Yeah, it's probably like. But like, you could make a YouTube video. It's worth ten times a commercial on the Super Bowl. I should. I should buy a billboard somewhere. Well, Super Bowl commercials are like notoriously bad for no ROI. Like, if you're a new company and you're getting Super Bowl commercials, like your stock tanks because all the invest. Yeah, because they know it's a bad Uh, investment. I I think it was Pets.com is like one of the most famous stories. I think it's pet. One of the. It was like a pet type of website for adopting animals. And they spent, I think, tens of millions of dollars. And, you know, six months later, a year later, they're out of business. Wow. Because they got no return on that investment. And, like, the problem with billboards and commercials is that there's no click-through. You can't, like, see a commercial and click the button to go to the website. Whereas on Twitter, you just click the link. And you can target exactly who you want to target. Everybody who loves pets and animals, anyone who's Googling how to buy a dog, you can target them. Mm-hmm. Google set it up that way too. They mm-hmm. they set up their algorithms to track what people like, so that you could use their service to find people that like what you're looking for. Yeah, and they're all sharing data. So my girlfriend for um for my birthday, she got me an air fryer, and she ordered it on Amazon. And then we're watching TV. We're watching IMD IMBD TV, and we're watching Malcolm in the Middle. And an ad for that exact thing that she bought pops on the TV. Yeah, the exact product it happens exact all the time. Listing. Man, it's creepy. Yeah. They know you better than than you know yourself. Yeah. Facebook knows when you poop. I'm not kidding. I was I reading an article so. about it. Yeah, because they like people don't people don't realize that 
there's things like your favorite color correlates to other things about you. You know what I mean? So they could, someone could ask you a bunch of questions that you think makes no sense. They'll be like, what's your favorite color? What, what's your favorite sport? You know, where are you from? And then all of a sudden they'll be like, your favorite pasta is, you know, linguine yeah. pesto. And you're like, what? How did they you They make like a statistical analysis. People who like this also like that. Right. You know, if, they, if you like all three of these things, you're definitely liking this fourth. I'll thing. tell you what. The, uh, if YouTube does the verification purge, it's going to be really, really good business-wise for channels like this. So right now... I, I remember when YouTube did that announcement about, what was it? What was it called? Like the CP something, the Child Protection Act, CPA. Yeah. And everyone's freaking out. All of the creators that do vlogs were really worried because they were like, if we're deemed a channel for children, we don't get access to targeted ads and our revenue is going to drop by like 80%. And I started laughing. I'm like, wow, this is great. I do politics. There's no yeah. way you're <laughs> going to argue this stuff's for kids. And that means... They're gonna, we're gonna get all of those, those, uh, targeted ads and all that ad revenue is gonna go more likely to us than them. If YouTube purges, you know, over time from the partner program, a bunch of channels, that means, and they start promoting more verified and confirmed. The viewers if, consolidate around the yep. top 1% if of you the top got, 1%. What, what do they say? It's like 40 million. What is it? How many views per month does YouTube got? A billion? Shit. Billion Not views. Billions. But if you got a billion channels and there's a billion views, you know, you get one view per channel. So get rid of all but 10 channels, and now everyone's getting... They're kind of doing it already. They have their select group of favored creators. They're the only ones that have access to the trending tab. They're getting, you know, Google premium ads. You know, they're on all the VidCon billboards. You know, I think Google, YouTube owns the VidCon event, which is like the creator type of thing. Trash event, by the way. That was made by um, the Vlog Brothers. Didn't they? Didn't they inceptualize? Yeah, that was uh, the Greens, right? Yeah, yeah, John and those guys went Hank crazy. Hank and John, yeah, Hank, yeah. Hank, mm-hmm. yeah, Hanky. those two. They went, they went kind of crazy. They were it's, it's really, it's really, it's really weird how the the social media drift created this class of people who were trying to out left each other. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. It's like, yeah. bro, remember where John Stewart used to be? That's where we were all at. But you guys kept trying to one-up each other, I guess, to, like, prove your value or virtue. Yeah, that's So that they went further say. and further left every single day. That, that's how they f- make themselves feel morally superior. So they're morally superior to you because they support Black Lives Matter. They care about black people. You don't. Well, but I, but I think, like, you know, like, the Vlogbrothers were doing it because it was popular marketing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get social media, and all of a sudden, the craziest activists are screaming at their lungs— and then you're like, how do I get attention? Wow, everybody's talking about this. I should talk about this too. <clears throat> so you look, it, it makes sense, man. If you're trying to, if you're in the business of attention, where this is what we are, this show, like the goal of this show, what not directly is to keep people watching it as long as possible. The goal of YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter is to keep you looking at that screen on their website as long as possible. It's the attention economy. And then as we do, we sell ads. So for, for us, it makes sense to talk about important political news and, you know, talk about what we believe in and stuff. And naturally, that generates an audience of like-minded people. What they're doing is the inverse. They see a big audience of crazy far leftists, and they think, that's my path to make money. Now, it's funny as the leftists accuse, like, us of doing that, grifting of, like, they're like, Tim Pool used to be, like, super left, and now he's conservative or whatever. And it's like, well, first of all, like, opinions change. Yeah. Like, earlier this year, I was not pro uh, – I was not 2A, like, hardcore as I am now. Now I'm, like, yeah. very much 2A. It's between you kind of drifting a little bit more right and then also the, the, the spectrum of the left 
shifting. Also migrating. shifting. But I actually moved uh, further left, actually. Yeah. So, I, you know, my political compass test, I'm actually further left libertarian. I used to be, like, pretty liberal. Now it's, like, down and, like, more yeah. left libertarian. But uh, leftists are not a – of, a lot of conservatives don't get this. The actual economic left, libertarian, they are pro-gun. They're not anti-gun. It's it's the it's the establishment elites, the authoritarian groups that are pro-gun. Even the authoritarian communist types are pro-gun. How are they gonna have the revolution? Yeah. <laughs> so they're definitely pro-gun. They're very. There's like a, there's a Reddit page for socialist gun gun rights and stuff like that. So anyway, but what happens is you have people like the Vlog Brothers who are you know look I, I'll I'll leave them out of this, but I'll, I'll wrap them in the bigger picture. Celebrity. What are, what are celebrities for? They're marketing. That's it. They're people. They are marketing. The reason why they put Brad Pitt in the movie is because they put Brad Pitt's name on it. You go see the movie. So the same thing with these YouTubers. The goal is they want to generate as much attention as possible. When they see everyone's clamoring about social justice, they're like, ooh, I can do that too. I can do that too. The right has that. You know, there are certainly people who are like, I've decided to support this or that because it's going to make me money. But I think that's a tendency of the left more so. So it's like it's it's disproportionate. You have more leftists. Or fake leftists who pretend to be left doing that, then you have people supporting Trump. The people who support Trump tend to really support the guy. Yeah, and it's when Trump, you know, supposedly lost the election, I was just getting flooded with people saying, give it up already. Stop crying, you crybaby. Trump lost. Get over it. I'm like, wait, first off, the election's not over. Trump didn't concede. Whatever's happening is happening. But I'm like, they don't understand the difference between having a passion for the country, a passion for actually liking the president. They don't understand the difference between having a passion and then yelling and screaming and crying at the sky. Yeah. You know, when Trump lost election night, uh, we, you know, we took what's the legal process. Let's investigate. Let's do this. Let's do that. When the Democrats lost in 2016, it was just screaming and yelling at the sky. They and, did their, they, they, they had their celebrity videos where they were like, the electors, you must not yeah. vote for Trump. You must be faithless and defy. Right now in Iowa, there's a, a woman. Her name is Rita Hart. She lost by six votes. Guess what oh, she's wow. doing? Suing to overturn the results. Yeah. Arguing that they should reinstate 22 mail-in ballots that were disqualified because then she wins. Yeah. And I say, okay, well, you have the legal right to do it by all means. It's funny, though. When, it's, when these elections are that close, and even Trump you know, lost by you know, 10,000 votes in some states, states with you know, 3 million, 4, 4 million in population. 10,000 votes is nothing comparatively right. to the population. Well, you know, Trump only won 2016 by like 77,000 votes. Yeah. He, he got a big electoral victory, but there were three states where he only got like 0.1%, like really, you know, thin yeah. margins. But it's funny to see this dem- the Democrats are like, when we're, you know, when we lose, it's okay for us to overturn the results. And I don't see any of these news outlets saying this is shaking confidence in our elections and it's evil and wrong. No, they're in support of it. The person who's, who's filing the suit on her behalf or like who's, who's working with a lawyer is one of the lead critics of Trump in his legal effort to overturn the results. <laughs> so it's like this guy goes on Twitter all day and he's like, Trump is, you know, what he's doing is wrong and he's going to lose. It's ridiculous. How dare he? And then I'm going to file the exact yeah. same lawsuit for my person. And and don't look over is, here, everybody. The left, their their ideology is like a sliding scale. There's no consistency. It's like all about what benefits them at that particular moment at that point in time. Right. Where one day the left can be on Twitter praising the Constitution because something went their way. And then the next day say we, the Constitution was founded by a bunch of racists. Right, right, right. And they, now we need to destroy it. So wait, yesterday you just loved the Constitution because it helped you. Now you want to rip it. Of course, of course. I was thinking that power, just kind of in general, that power, they say power corrupts people. And that we get this social media uh, 
view count is like a source of power when you have the ability to yeah. go click a button and tell someone something and a thousand people hear you say it that people are getting slowly driven insane. And then when they get the likes and they're like, oh, when I did that complaint, it got a bunch more likes yep. from those. Cra yep. And then they get even crazier. And so you've got people in politics going crazy. They, we call That's them the left or the people in social media, like Brad, not Brad Pitt's crazy, but these cult, you know, these these YouTubers that end like up the yeah. vlog going too far. Go insane. Yeah. And it, ha it happens on both sides, too. I mean, it happened with yeah. me at points on Twitter. It's like, okay, let me keep saying this, and it keeps making more and more likes, or right. let me make yeah. videos mm -hmm. on this and just it happened push to me. the edge. It, yeah, it, it, it drove me to insanity in the early days of YouTube. I thought the only reason people liked me was because I was crazy. Like, I would smoke yeah. weed and talk about the craziest stuff. People were like, this guy's insane, this guy's insane. But those <laughs> videos would get the most views. Exactly. And so I kept doing it and tried to out insane myself and I was getting depressed and it drove me insane. Yeah. I almost killed myself. It and was, it that's was really why horrible. I went, I, I'm so controversial online with my pranks because the algorithms were rewarding being controversial, right. being offensive, you know, doing crazy, crazy, just crazy and crazy. And you get to that point where you're realizing, oh, wow, I took it kind of far. And then you kind of take that step back. There's people who, who, uh, don't realize they get, they get caught in the algorithmic loop and then they start producing more and more and more. Mm -hmm. I think people need to, need to recognize what this is, but I will tell you something. These big tech companies will ban the right. So the wall is set, right? So if you're, if you're on the right and you start seeing, you'll tweet something, you'll get more likes. So you tweet more of it. You go crazy. You get more followers. You get more shares. Then Twitter bans you. You went too far, they say. We see you go too far. You should have stopped. It's too bad. You're out. On the left, you can literally call for riots and terrorism and violence, and they won't remove it. Yeah, listen to this. I When I got banned on Twitter, I made another account called Not Joey Salads or whatever, and it was not me. It was somebody else who was running it and, for me. And I did that. I had, I had, actually, I went through three different Twitter accounts. So that account in particular got banned because I said, I replied to the LA mayor saying, but sure, just let them burn the city down sarcastically because he was talking about Black Lives Matter or whatnot. Yeah. And I got banned for inciting violence immediately. <laughs> the very next day was when they were calling for riots because yeah. uh, uh, RBJ Ginsburg died. Yeah. The very next day was yep. trending, burn it down or whatever. Of course, of course, man. And I, I got banned for being sarcastic. When I was on the Joe Rogan show with the people from Twitter, we pulled up a tweet that had been up for months that was calling like there was a, it was I think the tweet itself was a felony, and I was like, why is that tweet still there? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Oh, we can't monitor every single tweet that's being. And I was posted. like, but you could see that replies to it were banned. Yeah. So you had this tweet from an Antifa account Whoa. calling for overt violence, instructing people to commit violent, you know, felonious acts, and it was fine. Below it, it was like, this tweet has been removed for violation of the policy. This is removed, 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 removed. Yeah. And so when they were like, well, you know, people have to report these things for us to notice. And I was like, the replies are banned. Clearly, people are reporting this like crazy and each other. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, they all these social medias, if they don't, they're stupid. They definitely have certain key phrase algorithms that determine if you tweet saying, I want you to burn whatever down, whatever. They know in their algorithm. And I know TikTok does this a lot. If they scan the video and they notice something that's questionable, they'll actually put the video on hold, send it to a review to determine, okay, was this a violation? Okay, it wasn't. And then it gets cleared. So, you, I mean, you But you know what, you know what TikTok used to do? They were, that was really clever. If, if on uh, uh, YouTube, somebody is getting cyberbullied, 
YouTube will ban the bullies. On TikTok, if somebody was getting cyberbullied, they'd ban the victim. Because think about it, it makes a lot of sense. If you don't want bullying on your platform, do you ban the 300 bullies or the one victim? Well, yeah. if you want your user numbers to be inflated, <laughs> you don't want to ban 300 yeah. people. Can't do that. Ban the victim. Yeah, now the bullying is gone. Congratulations. <laughs> Only beautiful people have to be on our platform. Yeah, TikTok's done a lot of sketchy stuff when it comes to, you know, favoring beautiful people China. in the algorithm. <laughs> it's and China. It, it's, it's weird because when I'm on TikTok, I... I even though it's owned by China or in bed with <laughs> China, <laughs> yeah. it's it's still, I think, more free speech than, you know, the other platforms. That's which is I think, I think uh, without getting too specific, some of these social social uh, networks are fake. Fake likes, fake views. Oh, yeah. I mean, remember what Facebook was doing with inflating their uh, view hounds by like 90%? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they, then they got, yeah. Did, did they get sued? I thought they got sued like a bunch of, man. The they, advertisers, I think, got really mad. What happened? Yeah, dude. So Facebook would, you'd play a video and it would say you had 100,000 views when you actually only had like 10,000. Now they count it because I don't know if they were actually making it fake, but you know when you would post a video on, or something on Facebook. It's like you would scroll past it and it would yeah. take oh. that, that counts. So it, right. your videos will sometimes be like 100,000 reach, 20,000 views. Mm -hmm. So it was on 100,000 people seeing it as they like were scrolling. Like an impression. But they didn't actually yeah. watch it. But now it only counts if you watch for three seconds or more. Then it Is that like a legal video. thing? Is well, there like a law well, yeah, well, so, that so, it has to be three seconds? No, but what was happening was be. people were selling ads and Facebook was selling ads. And then Facebook would be like, oh, look, a million views. Congratulations. That'll be, you know, X amount of dollars. But then people found out, wait a minute, those views aren't real because they just scrolled past it and didn't actually uh, watch it in any capacity. Yeah. So, dude, this was Facebook destroying the news industry. No joke. I, I, there are some companies I know that were very prominent mainstream networks that have gone bankrupt or shuttered the divisions that they had set up. There's some companies that would uh, do YouTube videos and they had millions of subscribers combined, maybe like 500,000 here, a million here, maybe, you know, 1.2 million. And I had a meeting in San Francisco with some of these, these companies because I was working for Fusion at the time. And they were telling me how Facebook was the key. Facebook's where it's at. You don't understand. And I said, bro, what do you mean I don't understand? YouTube is where it's at. And they were like, no, 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 man. Like, we put up a video on YouTube, we'll get like 100,000 views. We put it on Facebook, we get like 10 million. And I was like, you, those aren't real, dude. There's no way. You put up your dumb video and got 10 million views. The, only, the good thing about Facebook is... Everybody has a profile with hundreds of friends. Right. So and someone could easily share YouTube. You got to get the algorithm. But, but check it out. I was right. And so what these guys were telling me, I remember I was at a lunch in San Francisco. It was like three, the three video heads of like three different digital production companies that were on social media with YouTube being their principal place for, for production. And I was, I was like YouTube all the way, man. I was like, I can see the community. I can see the interaction. I can see the excitement. I can see the virality on Facebook. It's just like one day you put up a video and then boop, it's got 10 million views. And I'm like, where'd that come from? Yeah. And they said, you're wrong, bro. The industry is changing. You don't want to be like blockbuster video. You want to be like Netflix. And yeah. I said, no, it's smoke and mirrors. These guys are out of jobs. Yeah. Those divisions all shut down because when they were putting in like, they'd have like a budget for like a million bucks or whatever for their production for the year. And these are big, these are big companies. And then when they said shift the, the, the production to favor Facebook and then Facebook didn't turn anything back yeah. for them, didn't, didn't give them a return. They just fizzled out, ran out of money. And then their bosses were like, we just lost a million bucks, made nothing, get out, you're fired. Yeah. Like the retention time difference between Facebook and YouTube, I can put up a video on Facebook 
30 to 50 second retention time. Same video on YouTube, you know, six, seven minutes. Exactly. That's the difference. And Facebook right now, they're making that algorithm push into the watch tab. They made a whole nother section on Facebook now. I guess they're trying to kind of compete with YouTube and they're favoring the higher retention content that kind of keep you on the phone. Yeah. You know, they want you to turn the phone sideways and watch your piece of content. With Facebook, you can slide down. You see it, you click it, but then there's this like sliding mentality yes. you're in, so you keep going. Whereas YouTube, you have to click, click. a button now to invested. go there. There's yeah. nowhere to slide to yeah. unless you want to read the comments. Yeah. And you're invested. You're, you're actively engaging and clicking on a piece of it's content a drug, you bro. want to watch. It's like the worst drug of our time. Yeah. Do you, so you're, you're off Twitter now. Off Twitter. And uh, how's that been? Oh my gosh. My mental health is so <laughs> much better. You real like Twitter is... Once you get off Twitter, you realize that's not reality. That's yeah. not the world. Uh, it's been harder to keep up on politics and what's going on. Like, I used to know everything at all the times. Now, you know, I know nothing about how, what happened today. Absolutely nothing. Trump did a backflip. I wouldn't just, just trust me. I'm a guy. I got a podcast. Trump <laughs> did a backflip. <laughs> I believe you. Superhero landing. <laughs> jumped on the back. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Twitter is uh, a disaster. It's an addiction. And they know that the likes and shares and retweets, those numbers are what drive people to keep doing it. It's making the country go insane. They know it. They don't care. And they're trying to keep they make you, money off. They're of trying it. to keep you going back too. So a lot of social media I mean, have a theory that if you're not like going on the platform, like they'll kind of send a little engagement your way to keep you opening the app up again, keep you engaged and looking. Right. You know, you have the notifications on like, oh, I got a new follower. You click on it. And now you're exactly. Back on there. I think in the beginning of YouTube, I don't know how it was for you guys, but for me, it was I wanted to make videos and tell my friends about this book I read and MySpace wasn't fast enough. So I would make it wasn't about how many people saw it. It was yeah. did Eric see it? YouTube I, had friends. I, yeah, I wanted to sh share with my friends. And then people could make video responses. And you had mm -hmm. these little communities of people. And now that it's like, I don't know if they really want to just get people off the platform, these non-verified people, because they're taking up too much bandwidth and they're too much of a liability, yep. uh, especially if 230 goes down, then they're really alive. Yeah, exactly. And, and they become more like a TV gone. station, like Netflix. Where yes. But, that, but we need these, these, some website where a bunch of like any kid can start making YouTube videos and talk to another guy that's making videos. Yeah. Now it doesn't have to be YouTube videos. I've just got that phrase stuck in my head from from you, 2006 uh, yeah. youtube employees have told me and this is years ago they want to be netflix so in the early days of youtube well, look at the market cap of netflix right what exactly 200 and, and so dollars? youtube's tried doing originals disney's trying to and be netflix it's, they're yep. doing a good job it's got to be a headache to deal with all the errant people that are saying like burn it like they say crazy stuff then you're you're not responsible but if you don't do anything and it's illegal then you become responsible no well, if someone puts illegal content on YouTube, the YouTube's job to take it down, or aren't they responsible for no. hosting illegal content? Section 230 protects them. They're Even not, if it's they're illegal? Not, they're not liable for content posted by individuals. Hmm. So they will ban everybody if 230 gets repealed. It'll what, be the end of what, the internet as we know if, it, man. What if the plan is to repeal it and replace it immediately with something else? That will never happen. You don't think so? The Democrats right now are probably sitting in a room with Repu the, the, the Democrat and Republican establishment are sitting in a room together, and because this is a family-friendly show, I will say they're sitting in a circle, all patting each other on yes. the back, <laughs> going Lovely. like, yes, yes, this is great. You know, we're having a good time. They're all shaking hands. Jerks. Jerks. Yeah. A, cir a circle of, of, of jerks, jerks. Yeah. high-fiving yeah. each other. What a bunch of jerks. And when right now they're probably going, oh, no, Trump, oh, geez, you want us to repeal Section 230? <laughs> oh, man, I guess we have to. Well, listen, what if that is actually a good thing? 
What if attention to thirty? What if because they mass ban people like me, you, and the little guy? Then now it forces us to go to an alternative platform or to start our own platform. No, you know what? YouTube is the platform, the place to be if you want to make long-form video content, and that's the only place you can go to get views. But now, what happens if the you of the YouTube gets completely taken out? Now, now, oh, I guess I'll try Rumble or Netflix exists, but Netflix doesn't allow anyone to post. They approve. So what would end up happening is Roku, the OTTs. They just allow anything, right? They allow people. To, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So, so here's yeah. here's my bet. You know what? I'm not gonna. I, I've had I've had people telling me I'm wrong several times. They super chat and they're like, "You're wrong, Tim. Two thirty's got to go. You don't get it." I'm like, "All right, dude. I know exactly what's gonna happen if two thirty goes. I am gonna make ten times as much money. It's gonna be great yeah. for me, and it's gonna be bad for humanity and liberty and freedom. But if people want it, if but Trump's I'm, saying it and Trump supporters are for it, well, okay, I guess I'll just sit back and take the extra money because like, yeah. well, let me let me just say yeah, what's gonna happen. They're, I'm not going to be banned if if 230 goes. I'm going to be one of their preferred verified accounts or whatever. They like the milk toast, you know, harmless Tim Pool or whatever. He's just edgy enough, but not not edgy enough to get smears and cause cause any trouble because I'm not too you know far enough in either yeah. direction. So it works for them that people watch these shows and that they're controversial a little bit. They actually monetize their Alex Jones episode, so they're like, "This is okay. We're okay with this." So if you get rid of Section 230, YouTube's going to go. We got it, baby. We finally got what we needed. The excuse to ban all these people without causing controversy. And we can blame Trump for it. It's great. <laughs> so who are we keeping? We're going to pick 500 channels to keep. YouTube is now officially Netflix. This is fantastic. Our bandwidth costs are going to drop, but our audience stays the same. If you you get rid of Section 230 and YouTube bans all of the non-preferred accounts, they probably make me sign a contract or something about liability and whatever. Then what, what, what you're left with is... YouTube still gets the billion views or whatever per month, whatever the number is, probably more than that, probably 100 billion or something. They keep that. It'll go down a little bit because some channels and some creators will be gone and they'll go to other platforms. But people will still go to YouTube out of habit. And now there's only a small handful of channels to recommend. So guess what? The existing channels are going to go through the roof. What platform? Because that platform could get taken down too. I think. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, let let me tell you this. Yeah. Everyone's saying Rumble right now. Like, oh, go to Rumble, go to Rumble. Okay, just like any of these other platforms, I'm just going to start counting the days until NBC, The Wall Street Journal, New York Times publish a story about, you know, the, the neo-Nazi website Rumble yeah. and all this other garbage. Get thrown in that And box. then what happens is all they need is an excuse, is one article that says it, and then you'll get, you'll get Google going like, we will no longer, you know, serve yeah. the, yeah. you know, the, the DNS or whatever. What is that Google anti-defamation? They go hard ADL. on people for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Google seized the DNS. I think it was the Daily Stormer. Like literally just seized their their domain, so you couldn't go to it. It was crazy. Like that's authoritarian yeah. beyond recognition. But I, I'm I'm just obviously spitballing here. I could be completely wrong. But let's just say you have a billion watch minutes going to YouTube every day to watch independent creators, and that's what you want to watch. As we were saying before, whenever CNN's recommended, just spammed with dislikes. I'm sure their retention times dirt low as well. But obviously, they want to work to kind of replace cable and TV. That's why they have YouTube TV. They tried YouTube right. Premium, and they tried original shows. All those original shows have been a major flop, even the influencer ones. No, uh, uh, Which uh, ones did Cobra Kai. Well, that was it, awesome. it did oh, yeah. good because it was on Netflix. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It did Netflix really well on YouTube. What? That and was then the they only sold, one. Then they sold to Netflix. Yeah, that was the only one that people watched. Um, I don't know what the numbers were on that, if it's even comparable to how much it got on Netflix. I never watched Probably it on not. YouTube. I watched it on Netflix. And it was great. great YouTube show. YouTube works on meritocracy. Yeah. So there's, it's a combination of algorithmic promotion for videos that do well 
and the the hands-off approach from YouTube. When YouTube tried to do originals, yeah, it mostly yeah. did not work. A lot of the shows were just trash. Yeah. So what they do is what works for them, let people make content, and then when they identify content that's doing well and is brand safe and advertiser friendly, they promote it in the algorithm. But I'll tell you this. How many, let me, let me ask you, if you, if you, what, what do you think the average amount of recommended views to like, uh, subscriber views? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The amount, the, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say it because it's probably hard to make an analogy or, or question out of it. The amount of people who watch this content who aren't subscribed. <clears throat> I'm not subscribed to you. I watch you every day. Right. You I have ten, I have ten accounts. That's why I don't know what account I'm on. I just subscribe with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, maybe not. Because you don't want to inflate the subscriber count. Because then if the view to subscribers is, is yeah. the ratio, then they punish is, you for it. Yeah. Yeah. But so so here's what happens. It's like depending on the video, it could be between sixty and seventy percent not subscribed. That means YouTube's recommending the video. So you go to YouTube.com and then my video appears and you click it and you watch it and YouTube keeps serving it to people because subscriber counts really don't matter anymore. Yeah. I mean, we do this show. We have uh, uh, about nine, almost nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. subs on this on this channel, and we get like ha- uh, we're averaging like half a million per podcast episode. So that means like more than uh, you know, it's like sixty percent of the audience watches you know every day or whatever. Yeah. That's great. Or right? you can say that most people watch a, you know a couple times yeah. a week. And the the way I, the YouTube, the algorithm works, to my understanding, is because uh, I know people who have zero growth on YouTube. But they'll have a million subs and every video they post gets a quarter million, a half a million views. But they don't have any growth because right. what YouTube sees, okay, this piece, of, it's mostly vlog content. This vlog is getting very high retention time with its subscriber base. So they'll push it out to more of the subscribers and then they do kind of testing in the algorithm for some right. like lookalike audiences. And then they check the retention time from <clears> those <throat> algorithmic viewers and then usually those algorithmic views don't come back good because it's the fans that want that content and they pull it back and it doesn't get the expanded growth, but it has a high percentage of watch time from right. subscribers. My page is the complete opposite, my prank page, where I'll get like 10% of my subs watching and then like randomly, like two, three months later, I'll have a video pop off with like 5 million views Yeah, because it's just like the algorithm, since it's all evergreen, the algorithm be like, okay, well, this content does good with random people clicking on it. Well, it'll find that audience. It'll yeah, fall it in the hole. Them. So here's what I'm saying. If you get rid of the independent creators, they're not going to leave YouTube. Most views come from people who are told what to watch. No joke. Yeah. Now there, there's a, it's a mix between the interests of the individual and what YouTube recommends. If YouTube, if there's somebody who likes watching, you know, videos titled Democrats are awful and they send a video saying Democrats are great, they're going to be like, I ain't clicking that, you know, and so it just, it, it gets ignored. So there's a balance there. YouTube would probably lose a decent amount of their users if they did, if they banned everybody and if section 230 got repealed, but most of the people would probably stay. Then the activists would just target other social networks and call yeah, there are two them types racist. of people that use YouTube, maybe three. There's one, the group of people that want to see independent creators and the group that just go to YouTube to just they probably don't even have accounts that are just like, oh, I'm going to just Google this, look it up. Or I remember watching this funny viral video. Let me look it up and show my friends or they're just typing in funny cats, you know, yeah. the casual users. Maybe they're going on it to see the news. Um, they're like less engaged, but those types of people, YouTube is the go to. So it's you like get, you, get rid, you, you get rid of section two thirty and I'll be I'll be doing great. Yeah. Well, so, in the short term, but I mean I don't think any of us will be doing. Well, I don't know actually, bro. You know what how much if, money you know how much money like Sean Hannity gets 
and like what his viewer viewership is from his YouTube stuff. So he, his he, his viewership, I think, was at like you know four or five million a night at its peak, and then people abandoned Fox. But even without him getting four or five million a night, and then you include YouTube, when so I recently cut down the amount of segments I was producing, but I was getting like three three and a half million a day. Sean Hannity was getting, you know, four or five million. The problem is you would be like the golden child and your ad revenue would go up, but you'd be stuck under their uh, their terms of service still, yep. which could get more the, strict. The difference yep. between, I guess, traditional right. media hosts and new media hosts is in the traditional media, the ad rates pay way higher. That's what YouTube CPMs. wants, though. Yeah. And they play way more ads, mainly because there's no yep. skipping around. There's no jump. I guess you could change channels, but if you're watching Sean Hannity and the commercials start yeah, popping and you get on, like you know, five go make a sandwich come back exactly yeah. Yeah. minutes go by yeah on the internet people do not have the patience oh, right. stupid ad i'll watch another video yeah. yeah maybe we need our own network each individual has their own network where they can post all their videos so you don't have to worry about 230 of anyone else's content mm -hmm. and then you can respond to other content through like an rss where you can see if they responded to one of yours i don't know if you could watch your videos on my network because that might make me it's kind of like what roku is doing so I worked, I just signed with a, with a company and they're like, Hey, we want to put your prank content into its own channel on the Roku devices. I'm like, yeah, just go ahead do it. And like, they made a channel, Joey Salad's channel. They link it with like an RSS feed. So whenever I post it automatically gets That's posted cool. into that. Is Roku responsible for your content under 230? I, I wouldn't know about any of that. That's stuff. interesting. Yeah. If they weren't, that'd be really mm -hmm. cool. If just it's some it's tech. cool because it comes off like an actual show. That's why I was telling you to do it because it go, people watch that stuff on the TV retention times higher the ad rate cpm is higher i'm sure tons of your viewerships would love to watch your podcast and just click it on the tv you know man i could do a million things to make my business run better we don't, we don't do any ad reads you know like yeah. people listen to this podcast and we have no ad reads at all like for 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 instance we don't talk about super male vitality <laughs> yeah uh, alex from Infra yeah. Wars yeah. and get a kickback got, give me some money because we mentioned your I'm that's right <laughs> how many did you sell alex yeah, yeah. we want to cut numbers <laughs> no but uh, uh like almost every single podcast they open the show with some kind of ad so i'm yeah. talking to people about doing some kind of ads because i'm like we're not being particularly efficient with how we do things we kind of just turn the cameras on and just hang out you know we probably yeah. do a, a lot better job but you know man times are getting crazy it's christmas we're chilling. Yeah. I'm into the Roku. <laughs> so this Roku that thing sound sounds cool. pretty uh, promising. That's gonna. I feel like that's going to be the new wave of next year. You're going to see a lot of creators. So the earlier on. you get now on Now that it, I'm saying it on such a big show, I bet you every, every like, creator watching like, it is yeah. right now. How do I sign up? Uh, <laughs> people need to realize, you know, I think there's a lot of people who look for quick gimmicks to try and get big quick. They look at Vine, the original. For those who aren't familiar with Vine, man, how many people remember what Vine was? Oh, yeah, yeah they're huge. Tattoo, if you, see it. you have a Vine tattoo? Yeah. Do you oh regret gosh. getting it? <laughs> no. Were you like a huge Never. Vine star? Oh, yeah, nice did, one, did, did you start on Vine? Yeah, that's how I got my big break. We got to see Look at that. So what? Vine getting Vine? bashed with an I ass. can't zoom in. Getting Epic. Oh, oh when, they just, when, they, when they destroyed it? Well, I did like a series called like It's Bashing Time. What so, wait, wait, yeah, you got started on Vine, huh? <laughs> and then I got, yeah, that's how I got my wait. big break. Oh, but wow. I always did YouTube. Then I got yeah. Facebook and YouTube. Nice. But, um, hey, if any YouTube reps are watching, remonetize my pages or else I'm exiting this <laughs> Yeah, do it. You know? What happens if they change their logo and then you got like, what's that company? It's like YouTube. Oh, that's right. what you, It's like imagine Remember you get, YouTube? I was going to get the Instagram one and then like I didn't end up getting it. And, and then like, it. yeah, then like two weeks later they did a new Instagram <laughs> logo. So you were big on YouTube and then you started doing Vine. You were huge on no, YouTube so in like 2010, I, right? 11 so or something? I did YouTube since I was a kid. Never got any views. You know, hundreds, maybe a thousand views if I was lucky. Then I took 
like a two-year hi- hiatus because I was like, eh, this is not working out. This is not going to be a career. Let me go to school. Went to college for like a year, failed everything. But during that time, I downloaded Vine because an ex-girlfriend of mine made me download it because she was like recording videos of me. I'm like, this is such a stupid app. Six seconds. Like, how can you yeah. downloaded it? End up making a bunch of videos. Ended up going viral. Got, you know, a million followers on there. Wow. I'm like, damn, Vine's going to go under. I'm like, I saw how the market was going. It's all about like retention time. And this must have been like 2011 or whatever. And then I started moving all my audience to YouTube, stopped posting on Vine, and then a year later, Vine went out of business. How could you tell well, Vine, Vine got going? bought by Twitter? Yeah. yeah. And then they were basically like, this is what, you know, Periscope's gone, right? Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, Periscope's. That just went on? Yeah. When? Wow. Uh, I saw something about it. I don't know exactly what's going on. Jeez, too but, much bandwidth cost? Well, no, because what Twitter does is they buy a company. And then once people are used to using it on the Twitter app, they they axe the other company. And they just melt, they meld them into Twitter. Want the competition. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, buy and destroy. That's called hostile takeover, isn't it? Vine was unique because huh. it was the first like app to have video format on. And then yeah. you know Instagram came out with it. And yeah, because Instagram was just since, photos. Since the bandwidth on phones also started to increase, you know, YouTube became more accessible on on the apps. You know, so it's just you know, Vine was like the first of its time and just yeah. never innovated past that point. And they did, got did they have by ads? Twitter and then blown yeah, up. Yeah, that was the biggest mistake. They never got ever. ads. They sold the company instead. Yeah, I was hearing stories that they were going to put an ad program in place, but then like a bunch of influencers were like spreading the word and then everybody wanted a piece of the cut and then they just canned it. Hyperinflated yeah. their value and sold probably yeah. 100,000 times. What they... I think influencer value is, it's tough because I, th- I think influencer hours, value is some... overrated. But at the same time, it is that powerful. Yeah. Money Dude, can't buy it's the value only, of communication. The thing is, like, I'm, I use Ninja, for example. What's he Ninja? Was the, uh, Ninja oh, the not, oh, Ninja the guy. Yeah. yeah. He he was the biggest Twitch streamer. He was all over. He was, you know, favored. So they but put him on Fortnite, up. right? Yeah, for Fortnite. On remember, all the talk remember shows. when he did the dance on New Year's and no one knew who yeah. he was? Yeah. It was so from, maybe that's why you guys might know, where, know him. He did the, the floss dance in, in Times Square in New York. Nobody there knew who he was. I think they might have knew who he was. No, come on, man. His they, audience is twelve year olds. That's true. But they, I, I, really I, got a, I have a, I have a, I have a friend who's like, uh, he's, he, he was in a band that was like decently famous and toured around. And when I met him, I was at this this, this venue for like you know it's a big venue in Chicago called the Metro. Some band was playing. Everyone there was like in their twenties and thirties. And I saw him, and I was like, "Whoa, dude, aren't you so and so?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Wow, man, nice to meet you. I'm a fan." And he's like, "Cool, man." And then I was like, "Anybody here recognize you?" And he goes, "How old's everybody here?" Are they over 18? <laughs> no, probably not. And I laughed and I was like, what did that say about me? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like his, but, but, his audience wasn't there, you know? Yeah, back what I was saying about Ninja is Mixer bought him for like tens of millions of yeah. dollars, whatever they paid him. I think some people were saying it was close to a hundred million. And that's Microsoft, know. right? Yeah. Microsoft bought Mixer, Mixer bought Ninja. Then they started getting other influencers too. But they thought, you know, Ninja, the biggest Twitch streamer, we're going to get him on Mixer and that's going to help out Mixer. His viewership went from hundreds of thousands of live viewers to like a thousand, two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Not at first. When he first went on, it was big numbers. And then it just died off. And then it just died off because many influencers are only as strong as the platform they're on. Yeah, dude. And I saw that same exact thing happen with Joe Rogan. I I listen to Joe Rogan, but only on YouTube. I'll watch his viral clips. I'll listen to it here and there. Maybe then I'll go over to a full show, but it's always on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to Spotify yet. Yeah. It's kind of like I don't don't, want to. I don't do it. Like, I'm just like angry that he went to Spotify still, but I don't, I just, I I got no beef. Hey, good for him. I, I mean, I would take the bag too. I mean, yeah, it's yes. a lot of money. But it's, it's almost, ends, it's, it's, I wonder, cause we, we were talking about before, it's almost like a retirement, you know, yes. not to be disrespectful because I know Joey's a friend, but you know, 
when someone offers that much money, oh yeah, you're, he, I'm sure Joe, he's a good businessman. He knows you, exactly money, next level, but he probably knew exactly what it meant by going exclusive with Spotify. And there was a big backlash where people were commenting. So his like his main YouTube channel now has become a clip has become a clip channel. I guess a clip channel is nothing now. I have no idea. That's million. That's ten million yeah. subscribers. And he recently got the Diamond Award on YouTube. All those subscribers subscribe to watch the long form yeah. show, not the clips. Yeah. And so now. There's comments of people who are like, I don't even watch anymore. But you, here's what you got to realize, too. By going to Spotify, he lost the comment section. Yeah. So people were having conversations. That's gone. And the discoverability on YouTube was what's really driving the traffic. I mean, Spotify yep. is its own platform, but it's not something really people go there to discover stuff. But if you, but the good news is for him now is that, you know, you go open up Spotify podcasts and Joe Rogan experience yeah, is I mean, right you're there. You're paying front the guy center. $100 million. You're gonna, <laughs> and the devs are pretty much at his beck and call. Yeah. He, he wants like, them to build a comment section. But, but he loses iTunes. So he's not even on, you open up iTunes yeah. app, gone. Nothing Exclusive there. contracts are free. His audience size, like potential, has literally been limited by like what, one tenth. Of this the size is, of and this is why people keep saying, like, Tim, why aren't you on Rumble or whatever? There's two reasons. Two reasons. The first is that someone already got the username TimCast, and I'm not going to be bothered. <laughs> Lame. Maybe they'll give it to you. I'm not going to ask them. Well, now I guess I just said it on the yeah, show. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll email, email me. Yeah, exactly. Please, Tim, please come. Yes. <laughs> I, I have so many companies. Where, like, every day we get, like, 10 people being, like, you know, 10 different companies. We started a new social media company. Sign up. We reserve your name. I'm like, dude. Yeah. I keep telling everybody, man, YouTube is a money pit that loses money. Like Uber, this is this is what Silicon Valley does to destroy this country and, and business in this country. Uber loses money like crazy. Like, dude, Uber yeah. loses money. But here's the plan. You subsidize the cost through investors yep. until you strangle out all the competition, undercutting local cabs. Cab drivers go nuts. There were like cab driver riots in France. Yeah. I went to I was in I was in New York a couple of years ago and there were cab drivers protesting outside of City Hall saying that Uber destroyed their business. And in order to drive a cab in New York, you need like a cab token. And it costs like a million bucks. It's like you got to pay it off with yeah. a loan. And okay. so they were like, we were told Uber would only be allowed to drive so many cars. So we buy these things. And then once they brought in 30,000 Uber cars, allowing them, then all of a sudden these tokens are worthless and no one drives in our cars anymore. So what happens is cabs cost more money. That's right. You know why? Because you got to pay for yeah. everything, the gas, the, the, the maintenance repair and the person's, the person's wage. With Uber, same thing applies but it's cheaper because they eat the cost, take a huge loss. YouTube does that. YouTube sinks, is, is money's on fire. Netflix They're, does that too. They lose money like crazy, but they make money off of invest, they take money from investors or through subsidies. So YouTube is subsidized by the parent companies. The parent companies make sure YouTube functions. And then the, the, the so the cost is ridiculous, but this makes it so that no one goes anywhere else. Yeah. And all they have to do now is wait until everything withers and sh is strangled. I'll tell you, it's simple. This it's, it's, it's simple. This principle, really. You got a mom and pop cafe. This was happening in Seattle. At least this was a story as I was told when I lived in Seattle it was a long time ago. This was like 14 years ago. You'd have a mom and pop local family, small business cafe. One day, a Starbucks would open next door and it would offer discounts, super cheap drinks. And then people would, it would split their business. Because there are some people who are big fans of the local cafe. It's the best cafe you got to go. They yep. make a great French roast. But then there are a lot of people who are just like, oh, I just want a coffee. Starbucks, they got National milkshakes brand, or whatever, you know. know it. Yeah, and so they see the Starbucks sign and they know it's coffee and they see the mom and pop's, you know, whiz bang cafe and they're like, I don't know what that is. But you know what? There's a difference between, I, I would say, there is it, I agree with you, but I think there is a difference between Starbucks and Uber. Uber kind of innovated an industry. 
Starbucks is just like a big corporation that right, right, for right. better prices. But I just mean the principle. Yeah, yeah. You, they, they would. They, this, people were telling me that in Seattle they were doing this. I just want to make sure that's clear. It's like what I was told. I don't yeah. know if it's true. But they would say like Starbucks would open up right across the street. Then the small business would not be able to compete with with Starbucks. Yeah. But you got bro in in Seattle uh, in, Sa- in San Francisco, just off of Market Street. I can't remember exactly where this what street this is. There's there's like three Starbucks. Three Starbucks locations, like yeah, in Hollywood, there's, 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 there's two, there's four of them, bro, a mile away. I I went not even within a mile. No, in one point they're right across the street from each other. Yeah. So I I was walking on the street looking for a Starbucks. I pull up on my phone and it's like <laughs> two dots appear on my on my on my Google Maps or whatever. And I'm like, what? Which one? What? There's two of them. And so I walk and I look. I'm like, oh, there's Starbucks. And then I walk inside. I grab you know like a water or whatever, and I grab like a thing of Madeleines or some cookies, whatever they sell at Starbucks. And when I'm waiting in line, I look across the street and I see a Starbucks logo on the other side of the street. <laughs> and I was like. No, you know what I use. It's true. I use that similar analogy when I'm talking to people who like support minimum wage increases, and I brought up to one guy. I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, what do you think about um, restaurant owners paying their employees fifteen dollars an hour?" He's like, "Oh, you mean a livable wage?" I'm like, "One, a livable (laughs) wage is different depending on where you are and who you are." Right. But I'm like, I'm like, you want to increase minimum wage? I'm like, do you not understand uh, like the overhead that goes into running? I I use the pizzeria as analogy. You increase minimum wage. Now that cashier needs to earn money. The phone girl needs to earn more money. Now right. it costs more money for raw materials. Now your pizza in prices go up and people get pissed off. Now you're selling more expensive pizzas because the minimum wage increase. Or they start skimping on yeah. materials. They start skimping. The quality goes bromate. down. But then you have a, bromate in their But bread. then a, a, a Domino's opens up across it. This wouldn't fly in New York or at least not in Staten Island, you know, but anywhere else. Uh, a, a Pizza Hut or a Domino's opens up across the street. And they can give you a pizza for one-tenth the price. Yep. And they can afford to pay their employees exactly. $15 an hour because they have that massive infrastructure to get you cheap prices. Also, if they subsidize it with shareholders. So I'm like, so you want $15 an hour, that's just going to destroy small businesses. Yeah. And then you're going to have to go work for a corporation. I and went, now you're stuck making $15 an hour for the rest of your life because you're working for Pizza Hut. The idea that you can artificially inflate the wages for people is just wrong, yeah. man. I talked to I, – I, 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 to, I told you before. I was talking to an accountant. Who was a he's a Democrat guy. He's like, you know, urban Democrat, not super political, but you know, he votes them. And I asked him about it because New Jersey was passing a, a wage increase and he said, Oh, I lost thirty percent of my clients already. Wow. They just went they shut their businesses down overnight. Because yeah. oh. what because what you gotta realize vote Democrat? He did? Does he still vote Democrat? Oh no, 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 yeah. no, dude. This, this and that's why I'm like it's so it's so crazy that I lived in a in a blue area, everybody was Democrat, and then within a couple of years they were all Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Our whole lives, we were riding the bubble of the of the the boomers. Is that what it, the, the boomers? Uh, they were just printing money and the white picket fence to get a house. The American dream was just a big bubble. They just kept printing more and more and more money. Now there's 27 trillion that's, of it. That's not the issue. Our whole lives, the, the, we were riding the, the, that bubble. We the, didn't there's, realize. There's a it. lot of different issues as to why the boomers retain so much wealth and young people that don't. That oil money. I OPEC, think, man, I think, the it, CIA I think it has to do with boomers being bad parents. I think that's to do with boomers being some of the, the, the worst. Ignorant the worst. for sure. They didn't realize they were in that riding that bubble too. I don't think. There's, it's, not, it's not about the, riding a the bubble. The American I mean, military could, bubble. Yeah. So World War II, we decimated the industries of of our you know rival foreign countries, and then that's annoying. And then and then you have uh, you know American industry picks up the slack, and our factories were fine. Nobody came here. There's a lot of reasons why things were doing well, and there's a lot of arguments about it. But uh, th- there's a lot to be said. Everybody wants to blame Ronald Reagan for trickle-down economics as to why it happened, but they overlooked the fact that Republicans were, and this is true, this is back in the day, Republicans wanted to start importing a lot of cheap labor 
and outsourcing to get cheap labor. If you were, if you, if you ran a factory, you know, it's like the 70, late 70s and 80s, you're like, man, why do I got to pay, you know, five, four bucks an hour, five bucks an hour to this employee when I can have this stuff produced in, in Mexico for dirt and then shipped up here? And so that, that, that's where the train, the trend comes in. The jobs get destroyed. And that's ultimately what leads us to Trump. I think when I, the reason I brought up the bubble that we're in is because I, my whole life, I thought, if you need to raise the minimum wage, raise the minimum wage. Print, make the short-term value, and then later we can recoup the loss as a short-term investment. But I didn't realize that it was like you a know what Ponzi I, it's, scheme. It's, it's, it's so easy to it's explain like why minimum wage increases do not work. What you need is the, the value of time to go up. And how you do that is very complicated. But here's, here's, it's really easy to explain to somebody. If I'm growing apples and I got to hire someone at 10 bucks an hour to pick the apples – and he can pick 10 apples per hour. Just these are ridiculous numbers. He can obviously pick more than that. Then the cost of an apple has to be over a dollar. Mm-hmm. Because then I got to pay for overhead, the machinery, mm-hmm. the planting. So an apple costs two bucks. Well, now you double the guy's wage, right? Let's, let's say you, you, you give him 20 bucks an hour now. Cause, cause why not? Rashida Tlaib was already saying, you know, 15 is not enough, 20 bucks. Okay. So now each apple has to cost at least two dollars. Now I, all of a sudden apples go up in price. But guess what? The people who pick the apples also need to eat. So now I'm giving them 20 bucks an hour and then they're going to the supermarket and going, I can't even buy apples anymore because the price just doubled. So you're not giving them buying power. Increasing the minimum wage does not give anyone buying it's power. It's like a short-term buying it, power. It's, no, it's a, it's a trick to it, make them think. Yeah. It, well, it's a short-term it, it, as the inflation no, catches it up. It takes like eight months. It destroys the savings of retirees because now oh, you true. still can't buy the apple because you have the same buying power. But now everybody who saved can only buy half the apples they originally could have bought. It, it does so much. It One, it helps out the bigger business. Yep. It hurts the little guy. It causes inflation. It, it allows the government to tax you more as well. And also, it spits in the face of the people who maybe are trying to work their way up at Walmart. You know, maybe, hey, I put in 10 Dude, years at Walmart. I want to work my way up. Can, you know, you I'll started t- I, at $5 I, I, I got, an hour. Now you're making 20 maybe and then I, 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 I got to tell, tell you what I'm really ang- I'm sick of. I am sick of the fact that you are left-wing or right wing based on whether you are stupid. And so when I go to a Democrat accountant and he tells me, look what happened on paper to all of these businesses when they raised minimum wage, the buying power did not go up. It stayed the same and it destroyed these small businesses that didn't have the savings to maintain this. One thing you could and do. then everyone says, because I'm not in favor of minimum wage, that much, it's a right wing position. So what the left is stupid. It's just an incomplete uh, concept to raise the wage. You need to raise like, in, Savings account interest as well, I think, if you're going to do something like that. So the that's, banks that's, take a hit and the consumer can but maintain same, buying same, power. But interest, with their, that's not going to do anything for somebody who makes 10 bucks an hour. They don't have a savings you know to what? see any increase in their interest. Ideally, it would not, help them grow a savings account. Not only does it hurt business-wise, inflation-wise, all that stuff, it also hurts the culture. Because if you had a lower minimum wage... You know, someone's first job at the age of 13, 14, you know, his $5 an hour worked the cashier. Now they're developing I was making 425, I think. I, I've been working. I worked my first job when I was like 13, 14 years old for like $5 an hour. Yeah. And, you know, that's a growing experience. Everybody should have that experience. Now, what kid is going to get a job when the minimum wage is $15 an hour? You're going to want to hire the best of the best to make up for that price. And the left always uses this argument. Oh, you go to In-N-Out, they pay their employees above minimum wage, and look how good the service is versus McDonald's. It's like, no, they're not doing better because they're getting a higher wage. They're doing better because they're literally just picking the best of the best fast food workers, and that's why they're getting paid more because they're the best of the best. And because McDonald's pays less, they're less concerned. Right. 
Because the good, the good, you know, burger employees and cashiers are going to be like, I'm going to work for in and out. Yeah. I don't want to work for, for McDonald's. So the minimum wage really pinned people like me when I worked in the hospital because I was a tech and I went to school for it. It didn't take very long, but I was making more than the minimum wage mm-hmm. because I had a little bit of extra education. So one of the things I found was when my state was raising the minimum wage was that I, my wage would go up as well, a little bit at a time along kind of the same lines. And I wouldn't be able to buy or do anything more. It made yeah. absolutely no difference. Yeah. Everything, the price of everything stayed exactly the same. There's, I was like, there's why one, are we doing this? There's one benefit. Imports. And so that's why you see people like Joe Biden tie multiple, multiple policies together with the left. Free trade agreements, increase minimum wage, higher corporate taxes, drive the industry to foreign countries, Give everybody in the U.S. an increased wage, but not the slave labor in China. So the people in China who are living under a communist boot, who live in squalor to such a degree that they've, they've walked off of the Foxconn buildings in mass suicide incidents, and the Foxconn lab had to put up nets to catch yeah. people to stop from killing themselves, they don't get a wage increase. So what happens with the minimum wage increase that helps Americans is that if you're making 10 bucks an hour, and then they increase your wage to 15, congratulations. You can now buy. It, it's now easier for you. Your buying power in terms of imported goods has gone up. But you need to maintain your slaves. That's the only way. It's a slave in China. economy. Yeah, we, yeah, we China, live in a slave China, economy. China has dude. to maintain the the. the, the Yay, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, but there's a lot more slaves that we're. Oh, there's literal. There's, we're using. I mean, listen. First of all, slavery is never. There's more slaves alive today than there, there's ever been. Dude, what the heck? And it's it's you know uh, the the Obama's involvement in Libya resulted in the return of the North African slave trade. It's 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 insane. I can imagine using robots were. as manufacturers because you know like a computer slave, but you got for now you still need people to do the finer uh, manipulation of you know like you know you can use your hands to do better than yeah we didn't even talk about the increase in automation right yeah yeah. you know mcdonald's they have like what sometimes i'll go into like a newer mcdonald's there'll be like one person at the register and five machines that you do well beyond that you go to like travel stops when you're driving around the country and they have a robot robot ice cream man. You ever see these things? I saw those. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's a little guy. It's like a creepy like cylinder oh, awesome. with little arms. And its arm will spin and then grab the cup and then go. And then it'll pull the lever down, fills the ice cream up. And it's like it's like staring at you with its like creepy robotic gaze. <laughs> and then like the sprinkles come down and it goes. I love it. I it. think uh, the automation economy is inevitable yeah. and that the whole job economy thing is probably going to be a thing of the past. Eventually. Somebody's, somebody's got to build the robots. Somebody's got to design the robots. Somebody's got to maintain the robots. This, Electricity. Has this to has happened all throughout robot. history. Right. You know, one yeah, the fourth industry industrial revolution is goes, coming. you know, and, and people, I mean, it's not like it used to be where you can work a job for 20, 30 years. You need to constantly evolve your brain Bro. and how you work and your worth ethic and your skills and your knowledge constantly it, you can't get comfortable and work a job for 30 40 years I mean, obviously there's some jobs you can but for the most part your job right now is going to be obsolete in 20 I, years did i ever tell you the story about the homeless guy i met in chicago no so this is a story i tell a lot of people and i probably told it on the show but I, I i there's a homeless guy i was skating in downtown chicago when i was like 18 or 19 and he looked like he, he was like 60 he was some old black dude and i had some leftover pizza so i was like i was like hey man i was like you want some pizza i was just leaving the restaurant and he was like yeah for sure man i think he called me young blood or something and i was like you got it bro and you know fist bump and then i was like can i ask you a question a personal question and i was like are you homeless and he says yes sir i am and i was like how did that happen long story short he said listen man he's like you know i worked i think he said he worked for the post office or something or he worked he worked for some company for years and then eventually, when the company started downsizing and they didn't they didn't need whatever the company produced anymore, you know, one day someone comes up to him and says, 
sorry, man, like company's going under, nobody buys this product for whatever reason. So, you know, we're gonna have to let you go. You got about one more month. So he loses his job. And then he says the first thing he did was he went to go find more jobs. But when you're an expert working at this factory that produces a specific product, like what job are you going to find to maintain yourself? He's like, I got I got an apartment. He's like, I got bills and I need a certain amount of money. But because my skill is in this area, once I lose that job, I go to any other company. I'll go to he's like, I go to McDonald's. I go to Wendy's and they're like, we'd love to hire you. You seem great. Some places say you're overqualified, overqualified. You were a manager. Oh, sorry. We can't hire you. But even if they do, making, you go from making 20 bucks to 10 bucks. He's like, I got a job, but I still couldn't afford my bills. Eventually I start, you know, my car gets taken. My, I, I can't afford my rent anymore. Then eventually the, 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 you know, the landlord comes and he says, if you don't pay your rent by this time, I'm kicking you out. And he's like, listen, man, he's like, I'm old man. He's like, my friends and my family, they, they, they're gone. Many people have passed. And then one day they come to me and say, you can't pay your rent. You're gone. He's like, I uh, exhausted unemployment benefits. I had nothing left. And now here I am. Yeah. We're going to see a lot of that happen now because of the lockdowns. We're going to see ex-business own, restaurant owners being managers at McDonald's if they're lucky. Oh, get under the boot of the if corporate machine, wow. man. That's what and we're going to see. And you know what really bothers me? I want to go back to this. The minimum wage is stupid. And I will assert myself as left on economic policy. Everything I just explained about this guy losing his job and becoming homeless is a problem brought up by economic leftists. But I'm not stupid enough to think the minimum wage solves that problem. And you know who's for the lockdowns right now? Bill Gates. It's the left. Yeah. The the leftists, you know, who are destroying, like, listen, there are, there are Republicans who are ignoring it. Like I said, you know, the Democrats, in these in these in these uh, uh, cities and states have destroyed the economy and they've turned people from small business owners with their own little you know private space and fiefdom and ownership that made them happy and they've pushed them down into the poverty class and they want them to live under the boot of corporations yep. and it is the left in this country that is doing it We're- the left is supposed to be saying that government c- is good Government is good. We all work together. We, we do socialism and the people are, are in this together. Yeah, the Democrats. Yet they're using the power of government to force people to work for McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the left. The Democrats future. They want it to be just, you know, 10, 20, 30 big trillion dollar corporations and the rest of the rest of the country just works for them. Exactly. That's the Democrats exactly. socialist future. And it's so crazy because they have the voters that's totally food, fooled. They have the voters fooled that they're, that's fighting for the people. They nope. hate these big corporations. They hate the billionaires. But everything that they're supporting is funded and supported by the same people they say they hate. They're being so duped. Yep. I was making the most you bribe m- them. in any like menial job, the most money I ever made, I wasn't making minimum wage. I was making $2.13 an hour as a waiter. And I was getting tips yeah. based on percentages of sales. So I was making percentages of what the company was making. And that was the best living I could yep. make. So maybe we don't need minimum wage. Maybe we need like... A guaranteed percent of the Democrats were very leftist. The the Democrats in some areas, I know they were doing this with Uber. They were they were fighting for waiters and waitresses to make minimum wage. Yes, no more tip economy. If if you were were a waiter and a waitress, you don't want to make minimum wage. No, you get taxed. If you work at a good, yeah, you get taxed too. If you work at a good bar, you can come home with a couple thousand in it. And if it's cash, it's not. I mean, they say to declare all your tips, but every waiter I know, yeah, they don't. It's, Unless it's, it's under credit the table. If, that's why that's why you always make sure you, you yeah will, all your credit card yeah. tip with cash so that <laughs> yeah. it's on the waiter's no, back. No, no, no. Pay your taxes. Yeah, yes. and pay your taxes. <laughs> I, I know people who do waitering and the people who do it full time as a full time job. They'll claim like half of their tip. But also, how is it that yeah. if you help me move some boxes and I give you fifty bucks, that you, no, you need to go tell the government? That, yeah. 
That's crazy. I mean, like, get off my back. You know what? No, that's, prob- I, that's probably another reason why the Democrats want corporate America because yep. everything goes through the tax. That's why system they want perfectly. digital currencies yeah. too. Yes. They want everything to be tracked and, and and everything. You know. So look, I've I've I'll, I'll try and keep as vague as, as possible because I don't want to you know reveal p- people's private information. But I have friends when I was growing up where one dude goes to college, gets a degree. And then he gets out and the job he gets with that degree pays him like 15 bucks an hour. And he's happy. He's like, yeah, I got a degree. It's an entry level position. You know, I'm 22. And then I have friends who go and serve, you know, uh, uh, like at a restaurant, you know, like a steakhouse and they make 50 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want minimum wage. I, I opened up my own small business a few years ago. I opened up a grilled cheese. So you're joint. a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up a grilled cheese joint called Get Grilled. Nice. Opened, really? Yeah. And it still exists. No, no, no. Oh, we we wanted to turn it into a brand. It was like a Subway for grilled cheeses. <laughs> Amazing. It, it was awesome. The grill- but, but Subway can do grilled cheese. I mean, you not don't go there for really. grilled cheese. Right, right. Good yeah. bread, good cheese. Yeah, and it it was a really good idea. It was awesome. Everybody that I visited was like, "Wow, this is going to be big. This is awesome. They're so good. The grilled cheeses. We had it. We made the process like as similar to to like that streamlined process to make things like easier. Chipotle? Yeah. And uh, the thing is, after doing that, realizing all the regulations of coming yeah. in, how yep. expensive it was because of the taxes, my employees made way more money than me. Yep. And I had to end up paying them out of the pocket because it wasn't profitable. And um, one of the reasons was, one, the mall that we were in was really bad. And then two, just like the regulations of them coming in, all this useless stuff that we don't need. And then some like idiot who's coming there and like, you know, making sure everything's up to code made us put like this six foot. Like what we what you see now when you go into a store and there's like that glass shield, they made us put that over the food. Yeah. And like when we're talking to the customers, we gotta like lean over because they can't hear us because the wall is like curved. There's they're like that's just like unnecessary. Like what? Like there's a there's a metric where they they there's a I'll put it this way there's a correlation between the strength of a country's economy and the ease at which an individual uh, has to start a business. The harder it is to start a business, the worse economies do. And I'll tell you, it, we talked about this, you know, last week or whatever, oh, no, no, in, in real, Tunisia. I'm sorry, real quick. And also in that same mall, all the similar businesses were all owned and ran by the business owner. Exactly. Like they would work 12-hour shifts. Now yep. it's the only way they can be profitable. Sorry yep. to cut you off. In, uh, in Tunisia, the Arab Spring started because a guy was trying to sell fruit from a cart, and the government kept blocking him and wouldn't let him. So eventually he just went in front of a building and set himself on fire. But I'll, I'll tell you this. You think grilled cheese is a good idea? You want to know the best idea ever for, for a, a fast casual restaurant? What? You go in, all right, and there's three key food items. Three food items. That's what we saw. And then, and then sides. And you know what it is? It's chicken tikka masala. It's pod thai. And it's orange chicken. Yeah. So those are actually like the top. Uh, well, that's kind of like what in and does. It's fries and, and burgers. And that's why they're able to. I'm half kidding, though. But like I had this idea because I was reading about the top things ordered from, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Grubhub or whatever. I love it. It's like pod thai, chicken tikka masala, and orange chicken. And I was like, put them all in one fast, yeah. casual place. Yeah. You know, call oh, it a good super. Idea. You, you know what you could do? I'm going to reveal this idea <laughs> online. Maybe someone will build it. You make combinations where That's they can I'm go doing. in and they can decide what oil they want. Do they want coconut, <sighs> olive? You know, the uh, overhead that, that, that on sesame that. oil, that and then what vinegar they want? That, Do they want rice wine? What you just pick the oil and the vinegar that goes in there's their food a, yeah, changes a, the flavor a, completely. There's a, there's a place in uh, there's, there's a, a chain in New York that does that, and you'd be like, I'd like a white wine vinegar with have, a, a coconut have, oil, and they have a fridge full of my, all the different my, kinds of lettuce. They have like spinach, oh, spring cool. greens, romaine, iceberg, and then they have the different meats, and then they have different a, fish. Yeah, 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 different fish. Different. And you walk and you'll say, I'll do spring greens with grilled chicken, and I'll do you know the white wine okay. vinegar with crispy onions and mushrooms. Like and, then, and then they take yeah. it all and they 
cook it in front of you as you walk down the line. It's really it's good all place. about that oil yeah. and that vinegar, man. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. Is that, the, it's called. is that the one where they cook it on like a thing with like sticks? That's a hibachi. No, 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 no. This is one where, like they cook. This it is like a, it's kind of like Chipotle. You walk and you get in line, and then you walk up and say, "What do you want?" And you're like, "Spring greens." Yeah. You know, steak. The, the more and they the, cut, they cut the steak and they cut it in front of you. It's amazing. Yeah. So the thing is, like with the restaurant industry, the more you add to the menu, the more options you give, it just adds more to the start to the cost right. of running things. Because then, you know, if you have more items, you need more space. Because at, at, obviously, yeah. at first, too, you just keep your base ingredients. Like, yeah, you want a salmon, you want like a yeah. steak, and like I that's don't know, why also Chipotle. Chicken, and that's you, why. Yeah, like Chipotle is, is so streamlined. It's like, you know, four different types of meats, three different, two different types of rice, two different types of beans. And it, and it, you can make all these different types of combinations. Same thing with In-N-Out. It's just burgers and fries. So it's like they can right. handle 100 customers every 10 minutes yep. because it's only burgers and fries. They're just mass cooking it and getting it out the door. Yeah. Well, if they had the make to order at In-N-Out, you'll be online for six hours. And then you have in Seattle, you have Dick's. Do you know Dick's in Seattle? Last Resort? No, no it's just called Dick's. Oh. It's, uh, it's a hamburger joint called Dick's. And so the reason the reason why they do really well though is not because they, they they just sell burgers and fries and milkshakes I think, but you want to know why that that business does really well? Because when I'm in Seattle, my friends go, "You want to eat a bag of dicks?" <laughs> I'm not you always no, say yes. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And so and then and then the first time I heard that, I was like, "Haha, very funny." I'm like, no, 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 dicks, the burger joint. And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's a burger joint." I was like, like, "Hell oh. yeah, oh burgers." Now. Oh yeah. So all of a sudden, <laughs> but, but think about it. Think about it. All of a sudden, you're like. Someone like, what do you want to do tonight? Let's go out. Let you know. Let's go eat a bag of dicks. And you're like, it's like bang energy. And then everyone's drink. laughing. So somebody gets the joke, and then you actually go and buy the burgers, right? So it's like it's clever marketing. Yeah, clever marketing. But you know, anyway, we were talking about dicks. A funny word. Let's be honest. It's a guy's name. That's right. You know, you know, really creeped me out. I saw a billboard once on Seattle, and it was a pig grilling bacon or something what yeah that's it was like right. a billboard for like a smokehouse or like like barbecue Weird. and it was like a smiling pig with a chef's hat and he was like it's frying cannibal. bacon and i was like jeez yeah pigs that's will eat each brutal. other i believe yeah, yeah, they will. yeah. They will. <laughs> luke was telling us about that luke uh, uh was saying that you know that he was on, on a farm with a bunch of pigs and the pigs will like bite you because they're trying to eat you and you got to like kick them back and Dang, stop them they're hungry and then he was saying that what they do when the, when you're on a farm and there's no food and you're like struggling or starving, they'll cripple one of the pigs and then the other pigs will just eat it. Ooh, oh, wow. crazy, dude. Pigs are nuts. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, <you think. laughs> anyway, regulation, Joey. Regulation destroys small businesses. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. And it's, you know, I, I was at this one place yesterday. Damn, what was the name of it? It was in Staten Island and the guy got arrested. Oh, yeah, yeah. You went to that bar? Max... Uh, pub house or public yeah, house, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You went there? Yeah, I I went there. We were just all hanging out. Oh, and... that's right, because you're a former congressional candidate from Staten Island. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no former loser. No. So, um, well, I, former loser. You did lose. I did lose. So you're yeah, a loser. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ongoing loser. <laughs> Ongoing loser. So, um, what they did was they did all the legal loopholes to get it past lockdowns. They're um, you know, an autonomous zone. Mm. They're uh, yes. a chapel now. I told them I'm like. <laughs> Just put a Black Lives Matter sign yes. on the front because de Blasio says that's okay. Yeah. But even though they're doing all the legal loopholes to open up, it does not matter right. because the Democrats' agenda, like their their law is a sliding scale. Even though you're following it, eh, I don't like it. We're going to shut you down. And those yeah, people well, in particular, it's, it's, they're broke. They, it's it's it the cops, bro. Yeah. There'd be no, there'd be no shut. Yeah. There, this guy would not be shut down if the cops weren't enforcing exactly. it. Exactly. I heard that my people were telling me that it's 
not so much the NYPD, but the sheriff exactly. and like the state troopers. The NYPD, they came to my family's restaurant multiple times. They don't give a damn. They come, whatever. Oh, I never told you this story. So my family's restaurant opened up in the summer when they allowed some of the outdoor, uh, outdoor dining. And then they, um, a health official came and analyzed the place or whatever. Everybody was wearing masks. They were all up to code. Some people were wearing masks that weren't like mask masks, but they were like a face visor, like a see-through, yeah. like plastic visor. I guess that wasn't okay. Yeah, it's got to be cloth. Yeah. And the guy comes in, he looks around, and he takes the liquor license away. Just what? In, right, like, right like that? Right then and there. Wow. And then it goes to, I guess, uh, the liquor can you department. Give, can you give the booze away if you have no liquor license? That's another loophole <laughs> that I think Max was doing. Yeah. They were giving the food away right. and then just had a donation job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, the loopholes don't matter. Right, right, right. Um, then I went online and I found the liquor authority, their live stream of them all talking and declaring for every business, okay, we're going to find them $50,000. Okay, we're going to find them $30,000, but uh, they have to shut the music off at 10 o'clock. Like all these rules trying to punish businesses. And these are unelected people yep. sitting in a position of power. And trust me, they're the stupidest looking people. You look at them, you're like, these people should be bums on the street. And they're the ones like dictators deciding what businesses are allowed to do and the fines that they oh, have. You got to get out of New York City, man. Yeah. And I saw them. They did the whole thing on my family's restaurant. It was completely wrong. They were looking at photos. They had drone footage. And they said, yeah, we see people not wearing masks by the pool. Um, they, they listed off a bunch of other things. I forgot what it was. But everything they listed, there's no pool. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no pool. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of weird. Everything they were out. listing off was n not even true and was not even, like, they must have had the information from or the wrong place. Or they don't care, man. Or they, they don't, don't care. care. And there's no appeal process. You yeah. can't state your case. It's just whatever they say, they I'm bang sorry, the gavel Joey, and you're, you're done. You're, you're, you're actually wrong on, on all counts. Just because some random person says it doesn't make it true. Like, if a random person is like, we're, we're you know, we're shutting you down, like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. I'm the health inspector. Says who? Yeah, so my exactly. badge. What badge? Who's that from? Then Sorry. They, then they send the state come troopers back, over and then come back with the police. They arrest you. Come back with a warrant. Yeah. I told my then, mom. Then get arrested. I told it's my mom. I'm like, next time they come, next time they come, you tell, you take your phone out, you start recording, and you tell them they have no legal constitutional rights to come here and do what they're doing, and you kick them out, and you tell them to come back. Never. Like you, you yeah. kick them out. You say you're banned from the premises. Do not come back here. You know what, man? But, I guess this is true for Staten Island. St Staten, you guys, you guys elected Max Rose. All right, he's out. You, yeah, he's out now, but look, am I supposed to have sympathy for New Yorkers who keep voting for these people? See, Staten Island does not vote for any of those. We want to succeed from the city. From the city. The city won't let us because the city knows, okay, if we let can, Staten Island but, 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 be their what's own What's the city going to do to stop you? That's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't <laughs> we just doing it? Well, the city- file, us, file, file a claim with the state or the Supreme Court. There's New York City taxes- and then there's state taxes. It's and crazy Man high. And the city will not let us leave because everybody in Manhattan would immediately move to Staten Island. Yep. All the big businesses will move over there well, to avoid the tax. No, nah, they'd, they'd move to Jersey City, man. If, they if, do that too, but I'm saying yeah. St Staten Island. You still got to pay taxes will, if you live in Jersey City. Yeah, Staten Island will, like, there'll be a mass exodus from Manhattan over to and it'll make the Democrats look bad because everyone's fleeing, just like they're fleeing now. Everyone from Staten Island kind of abandoned ship. 
Hey for man, the most Ulysses, part, and they're just going to Florida. Ulysses S. Grant says anybody who feels like they're oppressed by their government has a right to revolution. Yeah. That was that's Ulysses, man. He that's the North, you know. He's What's saying. um? I love Staten. I've been there a couple times. I was there for Hurricane Sandy. I did with Occupy Sandy. I did clean oh, yeah, up in Staten there. Island, yeah. where they boats would be washed up onto people's it was lawns. Insane. Sounds crazy, dude. What's um the middle of the island like? I've only ever been to the. You know how like houses? roads will go yeah. around, and then the middle it looks like just like wilderness and mountains. Houses. Or, There's a lot of wooded areas. But it's everything's you know being starting to be torn down for more houses. Oh. The property value I heard from a realtor was actually going up because it's one of the places people are leaving Manhattan for. Even yeah, though but, you're still part of New York you know, City, you it's know, just less crime. But it's that's, very that's, clean that's the thing. Town. You you know that people in New York City don't consider Staten Island New York City. That's the thing. Every yeah. every liberal leftist Democrat in New York City is like f Staten Island. It's, it's not New York City. Yeah, they tell I mean, me that Brooklyn was not in New York even City. Be a part of you. Just let us leave. The, the, <laughs> no, they want you, your money, dude. They just want our money. Like yeah. you hate us. The leaders hate us. The voters hate us. Just, we don't want to be a part of you. Staten Island Ferry is fun though. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting to break up the boroughs. It is, man. Going from from you know, it was like Battery Park or whatever. Mm-hmm. Financial, and then you take the boat to Staten Island. Yeah, like, yeah. Brooklyn and Queens are kind of connected. Like they're so interwoven. It'd be tough to yeah. break those yeah. into two Queens cities. Is We're a whole other island, man. Queens is massive. Yeah, People don't realize how big, big it is. Very big. It, yeah. It's the biggest borough, isn't it? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ridiculously big. Yeah, but Staten Island, I think I've been there three times. And I lived in New York for five years. Three times I've been to yeah. Staten Island. But I, so I, I, would, I would go to the Bronx, Harlem, Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, all the time. Like a couple times yeah. a day, you're bouncing around. You got a friend in the Upper West Side that come over across the bridge, come to the Bronx or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. I and all the Democrats, they like to say uh, Staten Island's a big pile of, big dump. Hey, it's the only like borough you can have a clean, nice backyard, not trip over Seriously. homeless people in the streets. I'm like, you hate on it because you ain't it. You know, so is yep. the city of New York extracting the wealth from the boroughs and then centralizing it in Manhattan? I don't really know. No, well, well, yes, but if you replace the word Manhattan with like De Blasio's pockets mansion yeah. <laughs> yeah like his wife getting two million dollars for her staff what, or whatever million dollars went missing or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> new york you gotta love it you know uh, uh i think new york if you live in new york city you have the second highest taxes in the country yep. because of the city tax yeah that's yep. city income tax city you gotta pay state. city state and federal california is the highest income tax people are fleeing here what california wants to do what if you spend at least 60 days in california non-consecutive They'll tax you for 10 years. Wow. <laughs> Good luck. That's why I'm moving to Dude. Vegas. Zero state taxes. Oh, but they got yeah, you already, bro. Vegas, they got you. Man. They got you. Yeah. Well, you're, you're I'm there moving now? at the beginning of the year. Don't so. matter. If they yeah. pass this, this bill, they pass this law or whatever, they're going to come after you. Now, let's be, let's be real. What are they going to do? California state trooper going to show up in Vegas? Right. No. They'll just shut my bank accounts down. If they're California-based. They yeah. Oh, no. I'm doing everything. Dude, my ca- California, California has, uh, this year, I think they lost 140,000 people. Net negative migration over the past several years. Dude. Yeah. California is collapsing. I want to give a shout out to Vegas. I love that city. If you go to the outskirts where it's like, it's, there'll be houses yeah. and then there's desert. Like your That's front yard is desert. That's and you can see mountains and then behind yeah, bro, you is bro. the city lights of Vegas. Yeah, yeah but little, you know that oh. Vegas is being, uh, 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 they're reversing, what's it called? Reverse desertification or whatever? A desert reclamation. So because people who move to Vegas want lawns, they import water. Where? From? Like people move to Vegas and then they want lawns. Because they don't want desert. They I wonder if they'll sand, start right? seeding. You know how they're in Abu Bro, Dhabi, listen, they're, they're rain seeding? They don't need to do that. There's already clouds popping up all over Vegas. Oh. 
the desert. Oh, because of the lawns. Because people, because the oh, lawns wow. are holding moisture and people are watering them and then the water is cycling back. And so the more people move in. Also pools. And the too. more pools yeah. and the more grass. Dude. Well, I've I, noticed all the houses that I looked at when I went on my search. I don't think I saw maybe one house with a lawn. Good. But a lot of the houses had fake grass and then obviously desert shrubbery. That's what check, I've noticed. Check but this out. People, maybe in people, Summerlin I could this, see. This is, more I'll tell you something really crazy. People go to Vegas to vacation, right? So you get on a plane, and while you're on the plane, you use a bathroom. There's a lot of water in your in your poop in your in your urine, right? The plane dumps all that off in Vegas when they clean out the system. We are importing fluids yep. from human beings. Not only that, they got to import soda and water and drinks for all of the tourists who keep Drinking coming water in. Too. Exhale water. Yes, exactly. You exhale yeah. water. So people, every time people come to Vegas, it's getting like, I, I remember I was there and it was partly cloudy and I'd been to Vegas like a decade ago and it was they like some man-made oh, lakes there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're importing water like crazy wow. and then the grass is really what's retaining it. So we're turning the Vegas into, <laughs> you know, green, like we're terraforming. We're terraforming, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I wonder dude. if that Mojave, that's the Mojave Desert. Is that that desert? I think it's Mojave. Um, if that's a left, if that's sediment deposit left over from the flood twelve thousand eight hundred years ago, that North American glacial flood that just dumped it that's scathed the, the landscape and then dropped. It's all sand. Like I know the Sahara is ocean sand. If you look at, it just got pushed up onto the continent. And I wonder if this is also like if we could remove mm -hmm. that sand, if there would be fresh dirt underneath. That's interesting. I don't think it matters. I think humans are inadvertently terraforming Just Vegas. raining on top of it. Because that, that, that grass is going to turn into dirt eventually. Dude, that's awesome. And then we're going to grow more yeah. grass and we just keep bringing Import it in. Import dirt. No, for real, people yeah. are. So we are like, that's crazy. We could, I wonder what we could do to the Sahara too. Because that what they've been doing with the Sahara is they've been planting trees along the desert line to stop the desert from growing. Because it's killing and you know yeah. it expands, so they keep planting trees and trying to you know big ones, and so it blocks the the, the spread of the desert. We we could we could you know turn more places green, man. Yeah, I'd like to put all that ocean sand back into the ocean at some point. It's yeah, like, just get be, a shovel. We'll mm -hmm. just start. One at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, come yeah. Back. Or we could maybe we use drones to cart start carting <laughs> it now and get it done in twenty oh, that, years. That, drones can't carry that much weight. <laughs> one by one, if you have a hundred million drones and they each carry one, twenty minutes, one ten cup ounces. At a time. That's all you need. One cup at a time. <laughs> let's do Orbital this. Drones. Let's 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 talk about this. Uh, uh, let's talk about aliens. Yes. This will this will be the last we talk about. We'll go super chats afterwards. But check us out. Huge ball of fire falls from the sky and crashes into a Chinese county, leaving locals stunned. Giant fireball was spotted flashing across the sky over Nankian, China. Footage shows the burning sphere exploding and plumbing into the country. Let me play this video for you guys, all right? Let me play this video. It, wait, what? What is this? What? Okay, no, that's a video of a mob attack for some no, reason. No. What is this? Uh -oh. Yeah, that auto Why? plays. You that's so dumb. All right, now. let's refresh Daily okay. Mail and let's play the, the the look at this. This is crazy. Whoa! It's like the sun. What is it? Wow! Is it a comet? You can hear people yelling in Chinese. Yeah, no kidding. And it crashed into the ground. Apparently, what that's was fun. that? Was that at that's night? Good. That was at night. Oh, it looks like what, daytime. That, look at watch. Once it goes over the ridge, you see it get dark. Holy satellite. Crap. Is that a satellite coming back? Come on, yeah, Ian, Ian, Ian. It Ian. could have been. Other, well, I mean, Ian. I know it's aliens. I'm just aliens. thinking outside the box. <laughs> thinking outside the box. Exactly. We know it's aliens. Being conspiratorial could it be a <laughs> We know satellite, it's aliens. A rock. Aliens, that sells close. Unidentified yeah, object right. exploding into a blazing sphere plunging. You know, I feel bad for the aliens. They're probably doing routine surveillance and then a malfunction, burst into flames, and now we're sitting here watching. And of all the places, China. I want, it was probably, I mean. Now 20 new religions. Satellite probably. to 20, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sa satellite does make the most sense. 
But uh, let's entertain the idea because we were supposed to get aliens this year, right? Remember that dude from Israel said aliens are real? Yes. Do you see that, Joe? Yeah, I saw in that. Canada. Yeah. A guy, we had a guy in Canada like 10 years ago, former like defense minister or whatever, said, yep, aliens are real. And he, he basically said, we need a one world government or something like that. You know, hey, it could be a false flag for globalism. I but need aliens. You need I, them. I'm desensitized by them. Twitter and now I need aliens. <laughs> we gotta have aliens. Yeah. I'm, you know what, man? Yes. We need aliens. I'm bored. I'm so ready. So, Dude, I, listen, listen, listen. Donald Trump filed some like lawsuit or whatever in Pennsylvania to like overturn the results. And I was like, I don't want to do another segment talking about because he just did it again like a couple days ago. And it's like, here we go. Another claim challenging it for many of the same reasons. And I'm like, really, man? Can an alien just like <laughs> f- come with a jetpack and mm-hmm. land so we can change the subject? That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Talk about something no. else. We'll Wonder throw them in we'll... cages. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the, uh, maybe... Illegal illegal aliens? Illegal aliens, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. meditation, but aliens. Definitely I prefer aliens, it. Yeah. Aliens would be fun. So I'm going to ask I maybe I'm playing question. too many video games. I- Ian, let me ask you the obvious question. Why didn't they go and scoop up this this thing that crashed? Okay. Like it landed it, across the It's definitely the mountains, a satellite right? now. You Dude, like, what is but there's it? multiple videos Secret of it. Government. This is crazy. It's like this it's, is in China. Look at this. Look at this video. Like, COVID. It was it's like it's night out and it looks like daylight oh, whatever wow. this is. Oh, that's big. It's yeah, huge. dude. And it just disappeared. It's a bunch of illegal aliens. It looked it looked like a bolide, a very bright meteor. Very convenient. Or it was aliens firing off their <laughs> now, test weapon. If that was weapon. a meteor, wouldn't there be a little bit more of an explosion on the ground? When it hits you know? the ground? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Hit the ground, it's yeah, wouldn't something happen? Yeah. I don't know if it would explode. Let's see. The, the Nanxiang County government told Red Star News that it had heard the matter but was unclear of the details. That must be scary. And then, and then Daily Mail gives us this really great breakdown of what an asteroid, comet, meteor, meteoroid, oh, meteorite is. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, what's the difference? An asteroid is a chunk of rock left over from collisions of the early solar system, mostly located between Mars and Jupiter. A comet is a rock covered in ice, methane, and other compounds. It orbits, take them further in the solar system. A meteor is what astro- astronomers call a flash of light in the atmosphere when debris burns up. A meteoroid is the debris itself. Hmm. Most are so small, they vaporize in the atmosphere. And if any of this meteoroid makes it to Earth, it's called meteorite. Oh. That's so dumb. And that's why you see comments like Haley's comment that like comes back because yes. it's like stuck in the it atmosphere. Keeps returning. And it's yeah. ice. So an asteroid's rock, in comet is ice. Yeah, it's in the yeah, orbit. Yeah. And a meteor is when it enters the Earth's atmosphere. Dude, when right? I saw this, I thought it was yeah. day out. And then I just yeah. watched the video and I realized it was actually nighttime. That's what if so it was cool. uh, the exposure of the camera got messed up? And that's all it is? Not because there's multiple videos of it. No, no. I, oh, I mean, uh, for oh, the daylight. Yeah. Right, right, right. It could have been the exposure of the camera. But I think because the other video... Where it shows it's really dark out. Yeah. And then you see it light up. Yeah. Like in this video. It's like really dark out. There's no sun. It could be some new military equipment that went wrong. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yo. China could be testing some kind of crazy weapons and that's it. Do you think aliens are real, Joe? Of course. You think they're here? I mean, if they're real, they would be here. Why? Why would they be here? I don't know. Because they probably... Do you go and hang out and like watch anthills? I, I guess some to. I guess some no, people do. Young, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what if what if like aliens are just like little kids watching stupid humans do dumb human <laughs> stuff? And we think they're like this like intelligent race that can't come here. Like think about you staring at an anthill, just watching them do yeah. their thing and being like, it's crazy. It's like and so relevant to you. Yeah. So just like looking at it because you're like, I don't or like imagine watching pigeons. And you're like wondering where the baby baby pigeons are because you never see them. You yeah. only ever see full grown pigeons. What if that's what it is? It's like the aliens who come here are just driving by, and it's like it's like rubbernecking. They're like driving by Earth, and they're like, "Oh, look at all those people down there. What are they doing?" And then people are like, "The aliens are here. They're gonna kill us all." And the aliens are like, "I gotta go to Jim's house. We're having yeah." We're, we're like, "Huh, people? We're I'll definitely yeah. an irrelevant speck yeah. to them." 
Anybody, Maybe. Yeah. We got nuclear weapons. I guess that's concerning. It just depends on where the aliens are in terms of uh, ability and technology. You got to you know think. I mean? All of existence, what, billions or trillions of years? I don't know how long of existence. Yeah. And then how long have we existed? And then there's all that time before. Right. So who knows? They can be a hundred million year civilization. Exactly. Which could be infinite amounts of time. Yeah. The Big Bang is just one of many yeah. rubber banding explosions of coalescence of matter yeah. and then propulsion. What if we're the first? That's, that's statistically impossible. No, it's not. I mean, it is possible statistically, but I mean... It's, it's actually so... one of the answers to Fermi's Paradox. Yeah. You're familiar with Fermi's Paradox or no? No. It's just, it's this idea like if, if the universe is this big and it's existed for this long and life is produced at this rate, shouldn't we have seen aliens at some point or some evidence of them? And there's a bunch of different, it's, it's a question basically. And there's a bunch of different answers as to why we haven't. One of the scariest ones is called the Great Filter. The Great Filter is this idea that all civilizations, intelligent civilizations come to a point where they destroy themselves. Yeah. That's the idea that the globalists have, the climate change people. That's why they want the authoritarian lockdown, because they feel like humanity will wipe itself out with war, with famine, with death, with, with pollution and destruction, unless we control every aspect of their lives. That's not that, that, I, I don't believe that's true. What I if th they destroyed themselves and then rebuilt, and then that's, you know, or they kept destroying themselves well, multiple Well, the times. idea is like if we, if, if we fired off every nuke and every arsenal in, in a mutually assured destruction, yeah. this planet would be a smoldering rock. Well, be also, I think these other we're humans. They could have evolved differently, right? They could be giant floating sacks of or, gas or wolf, yeah. wolf people. Know? Yeah. Or like, what if what if they're, they're giant ants that just work together like a hive mind? Yep. Insects, you know, yep. with with tentacles for arms, and they don't care yeah. about like our idea of emotions and everything might not exist on whatever yeah. these aliens are. They could breathe methane. There's so many. But okay, yeah. so our universe was formed. It looks like it was mitosis that formed our moon. Um, planet Thea after the cataclysm of the unit of the Solar System's creation 3.6 billion years ago. 24 planetoid bodies all colliding. One of them smashed into Earth. They call it Thea. And then it came out the other side like this form of mitosis. is this molten and that ball was, and that, that formed, slowly cooled into the moon. This perfect magnetic mm -hmm. shape that blocks out the sun exactly when that's, you have it between the Earth and the no, 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 sun. No, 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 not at the time. Yeah. The moon used to be uh, so really cool. close. And it's yeah, yeah. drifting away. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like it's magnetically all kind of held in place. But gravitally, that's the reason why we grew up on this planet is because we had that moon pulling the tides and like evolving our bodies. It's possible that that is a chemical reaction that's common throughout the universe, that that planetoid mitosis. So maybe but I haven't I don't think we've ever located another solar system where we can uh, condemn there, that. that is. Didn't they find water on Mars? Definitely. Water particles, yeah. I think. In so, the soil. No, well, they're not sure. I think they re recanted that or whatever. Uh -huh. But there's a ton of Earth-like planets. Yeah. You know, I guess the, 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 the issue, though, is, you know, going back to Fermi's paradox, the Great Filter is one of the problems. The other is we might be the first. We might be the first intelligent species. It's possible. I think it's unlikely. To, but define intelligent. Capable of manipulating their environment and, you, you know, think that tools. is like an, a planet of little dinosaurs running around? Probably. Yeah. yeah, little yeah. dinosaurs. They were or, or here some before, weird, right? weird See, critters. now, if that's there, eventually they would evolve something like us. Not necessarily. Evolution isn't linear. Yeah. Like, intelligence isn't necessarily going to guarantee your survival. So we, we eventually, I think it's like 40,000 years ago, humans got to the point where they were like, hey, I realized something. I can, like, use this rock to do a thing. Yeah. You ever see that video of the, of the orangutan spearfishing? Oh, yeah, I saw that. They're saying, like, orangutans are reaching, like, some kind of, like, caveman state where they're, like, using tools and That's stuff. That's why I think the aliens spliced our DNA. <laughs> that's what I think. Wow. Well, that's, like, one of the famous conspiracy theories that aliens took primates 
and splice their DNA into Why we don't have the missing link. We do have the missing link, though. I, I, I heard that there's like millions of years. We, we murdered between. them all off. Well, so all those they're, other they're like 20 years ago, there was the missing link that people would cite for evolution. It's why they didn't believe it. And then we found the missing link. And they said, well, what about the missing link between this and the next one? Like, yeah, there's always a the missing we, link. Then we found it. Then we found it. And we've actually gone way back. Closer and, closer. and then we found, uh, I think it's called Lucy. Yeah. The oldest human ancestor, like a I skull. Heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we found evidence of this stuff. There's and like, they're, the, they're, and people back then were s- smaller too. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know definitely. if it went bigger than Homo smaller. Florence. Dude, dude in like 1900, people. people were like five foot six. Yeah. Now they got tall and now, now they're, they're getting bovine now they're getting hormones. That's why apparently all that cow's <laughs> milk. I heard that the Napoleon complex, like of him being short and whatever, yeah. like he was just height. normal size yeah. back right. then. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the reason people think he was short is because his guards were big. Yeah. Because he would clearly pick the big, strong dudes to yeah. guard And the him. British intentionally ran with it to make fun right. of them right. and yeah, spread that rumor. Mm-hmm. That, that makes would, sense. You ever hear of the stoned ape theory? What's that? The um, apes, the we evolved from apes, but it was because they started eating marijuana and mushrooms. mushrooms psilocybin. And started to, their brain st- chemistry started to change. They gave intelligence. Joe Rogan thing? Yeah, I think Joe's talked about <laughs> it a lot. Joe Rogan and thing. I'm <laughs> all about like animal, Not I'm not into animal cruelty, but I would love to corral a bunch of apes and feed them mushrooms and see just if they watch want to, them. See if they want to eat it. Yeah, and yeah. just let them Make it optional. kind of want. So maybe that's what we are for you know, another here, species. Here's, a, here's a, a, a thought experiment thing. So I guess, you know, a lot of religious people believe that, you know, us humans, we're the only ones with the soul. And then, like, I guess animals have life forces. But then obviously we know evolution is a real thing. We know we evolved from something. And let's, let's just say we evolved from apes. At what point in that or evolutionary... Or the common ancestor. Yeah. And I'm like, at what point in that evolutionary process does one have a soul and one doesn't? If you do believe in all that. Hmm. You know, is there like the... Mo- like, where's that one point? Well, there, there, are, there are interesting things. We talked about this on the, on the show with Michael and Alex, uh, Alex Jones. The Precambrian explosion. There's a period in the fossil record where all of a sudden there's just a ton of different species... And there's a a bunch of different explanations for why it is. But people often look at that and say, like, you had very limited life. Then you had a bunch of different species all around the same time. Something happened. And, uh, you know, there's weird, weird stuff we can't answer. You know what I I think people need to realize, too? If we look back scientifically with carbon dating, with fossil records, with, you know, looking at the sedimentary layers of, like, you know, when things happened, you can see, like, volcanic ash. You can see, like, radiation. It's all really well and good. Because the the logic is there, but you wouldn't be able to look back and find a spaceship. So, like, the point I'm making is, while I don't think... a lot think, of weird stuff in the Egyptian stuff. Like the helicopters true, yeah. and spotlights. Yeah. But here, here's the point Even I'm saying. Even in the Bible, I mean... Yeah, spaceships. Moses followed a beaming light in the sky yeah. for no, seven who was days. It? Was, it, was it Enoch? Went behind a rock yeah. and God gave him a tablet. Yeah, electricity is not that hard to make with yeah. vinegar and iron. There's some, there's some like, there's like some book where a dude goes up to heaven and meets God or something like that. Oh, uh, Mary was thrown up into heaven, body and soul. There's Moses. Moses went up a mountain and spoke with God. No, there's a guy who got beamed up. Yeah. Mary. But hot air balloons are super simple contraptions. You might be thinking of John. With a little bit of propulsion, like electromagnetic heat on a hot air balloon. Um, Hang gliders, super easy to make. I wonder if they got into the orbit, though, because then you need... No, three. I'm talking about the Book of Enoch, yeah. Okay, Remo- so that's not in the Bible. Bible, just so you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's the Hebrew thing. It's apocalyptic religious text. It was okay. removed from the Bible. Yes, apocalyptic. Uh, yeah. Wow, it was removed from the Bible, the Bible. Wow. Yeah, yeah. by Lots who? Were... Yeah, who has the, the authority the to councils. do that? All the different councils. Yeah, yeah they the had council? councils about this. Yeah. This is the Council of Nicaea? Yeah. The first one? I don't think it was the first one that was... I'm pretty sure this is a story of the guy who, like, was brought to heaven. Um. 
Yeah. Dude, I want a copy of the OG Bible before Nicaea got their hands on it. What I'm was, sure it'd be interesting. Talking about drugs, talking about how much acid they all dropped, or uh, ergot at the time. I don't think you'd Yeah, there's so it. many, like, theories of what the Bible could be about. It could it be drugs? Could it be aliens? Could it be really, you know, God Or it could everything? just be, no. like, all of the above. Uh, the it above, could be a yeah. collection of stories to help guide people. And, yeah, that's, and, and, and that's, that's, that's what I tell yeah. people all the time. Like, whether you believe in, you know, God or not, or Jesus or not, I'm like, the Bible is a, is, is a book of how to live your life. Basically. Like, like, listen, like, listen. a good person. Yeah. With, with the, the don't eat shellfish and don't eat pork thing. Like, I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's a safety yeah. thing. Yeah. It was like telling people, like, here's the things that are going to, you should, you should live by. And it was, you know, uh, Bronze Age individuals doing life. the best of their abilities. Yeah. And it was an attempt at explaining a lot of things. And with limited knowledge, they created the book, man. It's called The Book. It's yeah. what Bible means. Put it's all together. Stuff. Oh, interesting. What language is that? I don't know. It means Bible the book. Means book. Yeah. Dude, I'm into yeah. the miracles. The dude. Biblioteca. Like, if you've ever done Reiki, have you ever practiced Reiki? No, where you exactly. use, like, your magnetic field to put energy all that into other people crazy, or man. withdraw. <laughs> so did Jesus, trust me. And uh, he was apparently a healer, like an energy healer. So I think he went and learned Reiki in like India and then came back and had all this like, where you'd use yeah. Reiki He's on only people. 33 and that's not recorded. Yeah. He disappeared know. in his 20s and no one knows where he went. I no, think he wasn't went, it like 13 to 30? He was gone. He was, just, he was like in the East practicing or meditating with like yogis and stuff. I don't Kung know. Kung Fu and stuff. Yeah. Not Kung Fu, like martial arts. No, I'm for like people Diamond think that body. he went and trained, you know, and... I don't know if that's true because not in the Bible, but there's a lot of people. There's like different cultures have depictions of Jesus, and all of these depictions are of their particular ethnicity. It's interesting. Right. Mm. There's like a drawing of Jesus yeah. in like East Asia, Asian, and he's Asian. like Asian. It's definitely you know. an idea. Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. and apparently that's all related Korean to aliens Asian and other Jesus. weird yeah. drugs and whatever. <laughs> Let's read super chats. Yes. If you have not already, smash that like button, throw in your super chats. We're going to read your comments now, everybody. Merry Christmas again. Benjamin says, "Who is John Galt? Hmm. I don't know who is that." He's a guy. Who is who is John Galt? Um, I'm I'm just gonna shrug that one off. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's a good question to ask when we have Joey saying that he's leaving California <laughs> and yep, we're talking about leaving Philly. Who is John Galt? Is a reference to Atlas Shrugged, I believe, an yes. Ayn Rand yeah, novel, yeah. and a group of capitalists that, that has decided they've had it with society's overbearing arches and want to go create their own magical community on Staten Island. And yeah, just right. kidding <laughs> about the Staten Island. That's where it'll be. Right, let's see. Where do they make it in the book? Is it like a fictitious? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's in like West Virginia, I think, or something. Oh, of course is it? it is. Is it well, that's where we're know. going. Gemcast says, hey, what do you think about a new executive power so the president can do a super veto where Congress can't overrule? Of course, he would get a set amount of these, but this would stop the omnibus packages. I don't know about that. I think the founding fathers are pretty clever with how they set everything up. And the fact that they're trying to curtail the president's power to invoke the Insurrection Act, like, negates the point of the executive branch. The executive is supposed to be able to act quickly and decisively in the face of a threat. Congress being like, well, you got to get our approval kind of just takes that power away, which is kind of ridiculous. So that's a bad thing, in my opinion. Dr. Certifiable says if Biden is compromised, can't the U.S. just outbribe China so he works for us? That's it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. GTR35 says Ethereum is down. Time to buy I just bought some Bitcoin. Ari Halbrin says, Merry Christmas, Tim and crew. Thank you for all you do. Keeping me informed and entertained at work. Both. Merry Appreciate Christmas. it. All right, let's see. Max Lank says, Tim, you are dead wrong about what would happen as fallout of repealing Section 230. It would not be a mass exodus the way you make it out to be. It would be an instant barrage of lawsuits against Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And then they would have to shut down the services to stop this from happening and they'd probably do it before section the repeal went into effect. There's just I just don't see a way around that. They have no liability liability protection, and they have hundreds of millions of users. 
and you know Trump will immediately sue ev- like sue Twitter for every fake news story, and there would be no protection. Now, theoretically, Twitter could try and claim anti-slap defense, but then Twitter has to pay for all of this, for the defense, to, for these filings. For each user, that's crazy. No, for each suit, for each lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So if Trump said, I'm suing Twitter 3,578 times for all of the fake news put out by these lists of journalists— all these individual defamation suits targeting Twitter. Now, I'm not saying he'd actually do that because that's obscene, but it would probably be rolled up into one suit listing all of these as infractions. Everyone would start doing it. Maybe not everybody, but it would be enough for these big companies to be like, we cannot assume that liability. So we are going to put a pause on everything and then only verified people. I don't know how Twitter would function. They'd Twitter Twitter, down. Yeah. Twitter, literally is a machine that generates fake news and defamation. That's all it does. Twitter is not telling you any any secrets. Twitter is not informing you as to the true realities and nature of this world. Twitter is a place where political activists go and talk crap about each other. It's the source of cancel culture. Yes. yes. That's the direct yep. source. It's, Twitter is yeah. terrible. Ban Twitter. And all you need is a thousand, so maybe, 2,000 people. Maybe Section 230 should be gone. No, because you need be internet videos good. Internet text No, but you'll have your risk. own website. You make your own website. That's what we need. Yeah. Make your own website. Do it anyway. Yep. And then there could theoretically be a, a workaround for new platforms that could arise without 230 that would bypass this by not restricting in any capacity any publishing capabilities. It would be, it, there, there's probably interesting workarounds like a, 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 a mesh network RSS style feed. They could be like, we didn't publish this. It's on his server, mm-hmm. not on ours. It's just, all right. we do is aggregate links. You can view it. For, you can portal into it from ours, but it's on their server. Exactly. We didn't publish this. We're just, you know, showing what other people are, po- are posting. Right. So that, that, that might be a good thing, actually. And then people would still have to sue you, but it would strip away the powers of these big corporations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that could the- theoretically You could work. have your own ads that way. Um, yeah. And building an, ads, an ad integration thing would be key to making that function. Gregory Horton says, Steven Crowder has Mug Club, Blaze TV... Ben Shapiro has Daily Wire. Alex Jones has Infowars. You have SCNR. Don't fear the 230 repeal. I think if they repeal 230, they're going to let me keep doing my thing because they like me as a, what's the right word? Tepid, milquetoast fence Because you give them retention time. But, but yes, combined with the fact that I don't swear, I don't insult, I for the most part don't insult people. I sometimes, I think we did a couple times on this show, like calling people morons. But uh, I don't like single out in ind- individuals. And say, this person drama. is dumb. In fact, even when I'm criticizing people on the left, I usually throw in a couple compliments, you know? Yeah. Like, I did a video recently about Jenk Uger's op-ed where he was talking about the three different realities in America. And I said he was wrong, but he's got a few of these things right. So my respect, you know, because he, he did make some good points. I won't make a video where I just attack somebody and insult them. I always try to keep it, you know. That's mm-hmm. why they like me. Your YouTube guy is lawful good. Yes. And you're forced to talk about, like, chaotic evil things, but you do it from a lawful good perspective, so they're really happy. Yeah. It's just, they, it's, it's hard to argue why my content shouldn't be allowed. It's opinions people don't like, but I don't insult and target or anything like that, you know? Daniel Maxwell says, Section 230 needs to be amended to require all companies claiming the protections from it to abide by court interpretations of First Amendment protections and all laws regarding the First Amendment protections. It's actually simple. They need to change the phrase otherwise objectionable into illegal. That's it. Case closed. Okay, not really. There's probably a bunch of other nuance. But they have a provision that allows them to moderate and remove content so long as it's deemed lewd, lascivious, filthy, obscene, or otherwise objectionable. The otherwise objectionable part is where they ban anyone and everyone because they go, well, in my opinion, saying orange man good is offensive because the orange man is, in fact, bad. Misgendering. Yeah, misgendering, right? Not objectionable to any conservative, 
but to them it is, so they ban it. Yep. Get rid of otherwise objectionable to illegal, and then all of a sudden people can say things like there are only two genders or whatever. Dan Saw says, hey, Tim, just want to let you know that the jerky will be sent within the next five or so days. I forgot to ask where. Uh, I forgot to ask before if there was anything you or anyone was allergic to. Email me so I know. Uh, I didn't realize you were sending us jerky. I did not realize this either. Trent Lamolino says, if you get nuked, I'm done with YouTube and I'll follow you and the gang wherever. I'll donate whatever uh, whatever needed that I can. Your crew is needed. I appreciate it. And I think the one thing we've really we really need to step up on. Uh, I mentioned this before, but there are a lot of podcasts that are not top podcasts. We are a top podcast. This is crazy. Uh, this show and my Tim Pool Daily show, we have Tim Pool Daily and Timcast IRL on iTunes and stuff. And these are top little podcasts. Not like number 10 or anything. It's like number 230 and like number 170. So it's, like, it's still pretty good. But there are shows that are like ranked 500 or 1,000, not even the top charts. They don't even register. And these people make millions of dollars. It's, it's really simple. They just have proprietary websites where they say, come to our site. You pay X to, to hang out and we give you premium stuff. That's something we don't do. You know, our show relies just on like the YouTube system and we probably should start producing stuff directly for people who want and like the content. So that's yeah, like, that's you know. what I just started to do because I was so when I got demonetized on YouTube all around, I got so scared that they were just going to cut me off completely. I'm, what am I going to do? I'm done. So I, I, I've been working on like my own individual app for just all my content. Oh, nice. So I'm going to start promoting that. Um so this way, like anything I want, I just post it there and I'm going to post like all the uncensored versions. So when yeah. I want to talk about, you know, the vaccines and stuff, hey, that's going to be on the app. What's yep. the app? Yeah. Do you have a name for well, it? But, any, but you realize you'll, you'll, get, you'll get banned for off-site behavior, right? That's a new thing they're adding. Yeah, I think, I don't think you, I don't know if YouTube does that yet, but I know Twitch does yeah. that. But I was going to, I, I already, Patreon does that. Yeah. Um, the app actually just came out today, but it's not like ready yet, but I'm going to call it America Now News. So this way I can grow it beyond me. Right, right, You right. know, because, yeah. you, know, you know, I want to bring in new hosts, new writers and stuff. Nice. Right on, man. Ed Carone says, the $10 million to Pakistani gender studies is infuriating and all, but what about the $500 million to Israel? First and foremost, why are we giving any money to anyone else when our country is locked down and in full-on panic mode? That makes no sense. But I will say, you can justify military aid to a place like Israel. You can justify it. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm saying there's a legitimate argument and you'll argue with someone. There's no argument for $10 million to Pakistani gender studies. I'm sorry. Like, that can wait. Okay? It's crazy. I don't know what their gender studies thing is. You don't need the money. Someone's we like, need the money. I'll vote yes if you put this in. And then like four of the people are like, yeah, we support that. We'll all vote yes why, if you why put that single, in. Why didn't a Republican just put in Donald Trump on the election? Yeah. Why not? A AOC, Nobody read it. AOC was railing up against how long the bill was, how they don't have time to read it all. Which it's all long. Fish. And then she votes right. in favor of it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Paul and Ted Cruz are agreeing on a lot of points on that bill. Ted Cruz voted no. Ted Cruz voted no. AOC voted right. uh, yes. And that's, Josh that's Hawley, the problem. Republican also complained on Twitter and then voted for it anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was an, it was an excuse. But people need the, 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 the money for the holidays, you know. Let's see. Nicholas Bowling Show says 100% disagree, Tim. They are already unfairly banning conservatives. 230 doesn't protect us. Hey, Joey, I, uh, I interviewed you for my site, remember? Nicholas Bowling Show. Yeah, I remember. So it's uh, actually a good point. You know, I guess conservatives who have already been banned and can't have channels are like, why would I care? Nuke the whole thing. Well, you got to think outside yourself. You know, there's a greater good. You know, I know that the argument is if they can't be on it, shut it down because it's unfair. Vengeance is a real feeling. It's not vengeance. It's if you like, get rid of it, it levels me, the playing field. Screw them. Level the playing field. I understand it, the it, wanting to. It, yeah. 
but the most powerful person tends to dominate a level playing field. Rational Redneck says, what would the repeal of Section 230 mean for sites like BitChute? It would mean that BitChute is personally responsible for all content posted on its site because they would now be treated like a newspaper making the statement themselves. Do they host content or is it all torrented between? How does that, how does BitChute function? Well, I think it's torrented. So maybe they would argue we don't actually host it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that would be, they would be fine. Mr. Stantastic says, Ian, don't get enough credit. Lids is great as well. As you, Tim, first super chat, but I've had a beer and need to listen to y'all later. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate Homie, it. what up? Don't forget Joey Salads while we're yeah, at it. He's Joey Saladino. He's Saladino. Lorenzo Garcia says, CNN apparently just released Trump's budget demands, and they're similar to the original proposal. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I think the issue is budget demands are different from using the COVID stimulus as a, as a, uh, uh, as a hostage like, you know, using the American people as a hostage, basically. You have to vote for this. Otherwise, the people won't get their $600, which they can't do anything with because it's uh, a pittance. Is it taxable, too? The six- <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. Unemployment yeah. insurance is taxed. I, I told my girlfriend, yep. my girlfriend, she never collected, and she's, like, unemployed because of the lockdown, so she's going to get a fat check from all the backup from California, then from this. And I told her, like, you know, since she doesn't really need it, like, urgently, I, I'm going to help her, like, invest it to, like, flip it. Smart. <laughs> like you know, I'm like yeah. investments have been off yeah. popping off lately. I'm I'm investing in all the all the companies that support lockdowns. I'm investing in all the companies that support Biden because those are the ones that yeah. I'm survive. invested in some military this, tech. This one, this super comic, I got this into super, Black Rock because of you. This super Black chat. Rock, oh really? Yeah, because I heard him talk about it. They're investing in China, so I was yeah, like, I'm that, buying that, was that. Oh, you were saying? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Investing in in what like. Things that you think are going to go up because of the current politics. Yeah, yeah. So how are we talking about corporate America pretty much taking over? Like, hey, just fight. You know, Palantir. Yeah. As Palantir. much as we, I don't want it to happen, as much as I don't want McDonald's and, you know, App, Apple and Amazon to take over the world, like, it, it's a way I can't do anything to stop it. So if it's going to happen, I might as well ride the wave. No, I disagree, dude. Like, <laughs> pitching in and All of us collectively, in. we could. Well, if you buy something. stock in it, you'll get some say. I was like, and maybe I, if everybody did, you could be like, shut her down. I was like, yeah. I want to invest in people I, I believe in. Who do I invest in right now? I'm already in Tesla. I was like, I want to invest Whoa. in Tim, but I am with my energy. Yeah. Wait, like, hold, we're on, creating hold on, hold on. I an idea. Like, do you think enough Americans could come together and buy enough shares and pool their shares to actually, like, shut down a company like Amazon? <laughs> I thought about doing that with Google. I'm like... Maybe if I get enough money one day, I can just buy enough shares of Google to the point where I tell them they have to remonetize my pages. It's a, I think that's a hostile takeover. It's a tech. They used ima- to do that a lot. Imagine if like everybody bought one share of yeah. a big company and then collectively voted. Yeah. You'd have like a massive portion of this company publicly controlled and they'd have to do what the shareholders wanted. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's like a way to make change, you know? Yeah. You start like a collective firm that does it. Yeah. That's really cool. M- MRT Fortune says with the steel tariffs. It doubled the price of materials for a small manufacturing company I worked at. It seems similar to the minimum wage debate. This is interesting because I'm talking to uh, a steel building company. It's actually not that expensive to get a big steel building, and we want to do it so that we can have a place to film and, and, and have, have different sets. And they told me today that they're like, we, we can't give you a quote right now because the price of steel is about to go way up. Maybe we should just look into graphene. It's lighter. It's- you can't build a graphene building. You might be able to now. It's lighter than steel, too. You know what's interesting? We have these graphene composite batteries I bought for everybody. Because, like, Ian, you talk about graphene all the time. So I was like, Christmas is coming up, and I looked up graphene products, and they have these batteries. This is crazy stuff, dude. They hold, like, two and a half cell phone charges, and they charge in about 15 minutes. Wow. You can So, like, let's say you forget to charge your phone. You're like, oh, man, you take the battery, you plug it in. 15 minutes later, you grab it, walk out the door, and it's got two full charges in it. That's nuts. It's crazy. That's fast. That's graphene, dude. 
So that's where we're at so far. I tried looking up how the battery works, and it's like too new, I guess. It's a super capacitor and a, a, um, a super, it's, a, it's a conductor and a capacitor. So it, it can send current and store current. So it's like Crazy. a battery and a, and a yeah. wire at the same time. PM says, they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> Marissa says, thanks, Tim. I meant to give $10, so I'm adding this to the other super chat. I hate the Dems. Love Staten Island. <laughs> there you go. Shout out Staten Island. Love Staten Island. Charlotte Jerd, or Jerde, says, my daughter applied to McDee's for her first job. They told her she will start at $10 an hour for the first three months. After that, her pay will be performance-based. That's their loophole to get huh. uh, to get out of $10 an hour. Really? But they're paying her $10 an hour. Let's see. Daniel J. Korica says, Long Island for statehood. I, too, am sick of my taxes going to New York City. Would Long Island be Republican? Yeah. You think, I think so? The, all of Long Island, I'm pretty sure, voted Republican besides, like, maybe one part. The Hamptons. Is that Republican? Seems like a lot of rich Democrats. So. You can definitely pull up the map. I'm pretty sure it was like all red when I looked at the map. That's including Brooklyn and Queens? Uh, that part was blue. Yeah. But it, they didn't outweigh the rest? Um, I'm sure that population probably does outweigh Long Island. And that's the problem, the other problem with Staten Island. Staten Island's a very small borough population comparatively. So we, don't have, we have no say, basically, in the, in the mayor. Like, zero say. Hmm. Neon Light says, I currently live in New York, and it's getting insane here so far. I live around the Finger Lakes, yet every rural area around me is forced to live by NYC city rules. NYC should not be a part of upstate. And that's what I remember you saying on one of your episodes, which I agree with and I've been saying forever. It's that, you know, I got the rural areas and, and, and you know, you know, like New York City has all the, the voting power. And then yep. you go to some other area and that they operate completely differently. But now they're forced about, to follow those rules. Think about got, how insane it is. Look, I get it. If a city like Baltimore is like, we got a problem with guns, so we're going to have some strict laws. Yeah. And now having those laws apply to people who live in Western Maryland, who live in the w middle of the woods. And what happens when 30 to 50 feral hogs are ca come crashing on your property, but the state doesn't allow you to have guns because of what's happening in Baltimore? Yeah. These kind of things don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. We got to break up New York. Oh, into, into a couple we yeah. should break up the country LA's got multiple California governors too. for their borough areas like the different counties yeah. uh, I don't mean into different countries by mayors. the way I mean different areas broken up into uh, different Beverly Hills areas, has like, like their, own, their mm -hmm. own thing I don't think they have a mayor but they like they don't follow LA like they kind of do their own thing different they, counties yeah. have different LA County and then there's a bunch of counties within Los Angeles yeah. proper cities, cities should be these big cities should be separated from the states they're in yeah. Watch the rules change overnight. Dude, yeah. Illinois becomes a red state. Well, we they wouldn't not... let it happen because everybody would leave the cities. <laughs> like, we gotta yeah, get it. They'd live yeah. in the red areas and work yeah. in the blue areas. Yep. There's no reason for one guy to have the power de Blasio's got. Yep. It's just too many people. Power 18 million many, people. Yeah. Well, no, the issue <laughs> is he doesn't have the power. People just give it to him. He's just given ridiculous yeah. edicts. He's not given the power to do this. The cops just obey him. Because they don't know what else. To, they want. Well, they need they, their money. They, no, no. They it's because them. the officers that obey the unconstitutional orders of de Blasio are obsessed with suckling his teats. So they, 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 they love. And just, they hate each other at the same time. No, 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 no. The officers that follow the unconstitutional edicts, like when, when de Blasio painted Black Lives Matter illegally in the street, yep. those cops that went down to guard it, are just in love with de Blasio. They're just doing it for the and money. And they, they love licking his feet. No. They should have arrested de Blasio for vandalism right then and there. Well, he stole taxpayer money to do it. Yeah. And then 27 cops came out and they During were like... During a pandemic. During a pandemic. has to wear a mask and, and then shut their 27 NYPD cops were like, the smart thing for me to do is to obey this man. Right. Instead of saying, I'm not going to guard that. Are you nuts? No. It's like, we we did... We bent over back for the you police. Know why, you know why? Yep. So... And this uh, is how they... The, the important point you brought up is that 
the the cops who are screwing with this bar, there was NYPD there, mm-hmm. but now de Blasio's like, I'm going to bring in the sheriffs because the NYPD doesn't want to do it. And I, 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 I am not saying all cops. I'm yeah. saying clearly there are mm-hmm. cops in big cities run by Democrats who don't care. And you know why? It's really obvious. Everybody lost their jobs. Honestly, the NYPD should arrest, arrest the sheriffs for violating yeah. the Constitution. But listen, listen. Just do it. You have you have people, cops in New York, and they're going around seeing everyone destitute, like suffering and, and losing their money. And they're like, I have a job. At least I'm safe. Yeah. And then and then de Blasio is basically like, I want you to oppress people and destroy their lives. And the cop goes, better them than me. Mm-hmm. And so yep. they just give in. Now put on this white armor. Now bow it's to the like emperor. It's like how a lot of, yeah. I don't want to say the and the n-word not the bad n-word but the german n-word uh, german we, n-word yes national socialist yes national oh. socialist. stormtrooper <laughs> yeah. that's the word i was like, gonna flag say your video because they do that on mine but i think i already said know, nazi on the show yeah okay, you can well, say nazi. Nazi. <laughs> so, as long as you don't call people the german yeah, the words, nazis, the you can german. talk about it <laughs> but i mean the, the, there was a lot of nazis that were just doing it just because they don't want to be on the other end. They were. They, I, I I read that there were Jewish Nazis, like Jewish yeah. guards, who yeah. are like, if they find out, so I'll just go along with it because yeah. they were scared. Yeah. Dang. Dude. And you know what? People have been telling me that because I made a post on my personal Facebook because I talked to my, you know, just my Staten Island friends. And I would say, I'm like, dear law enforcement, we bent over back for you. Please do not enforce these orders. And they're and some people are like, oh, they just, they're just following orders. It's not their fault. I'm that's, like, that's even worse. I'm, that, that's even worse. I'm like, they took an oath to uphold the Constitution. Nope. We're the ones paying them. We're the ones that defended them. You don't want to see? De Blasio and Cuomo only have the power that they are given. By I guess by us, the police. No, the no, police. no. By the yeah. police. It's it, Michael Malice said this on the show that all of these illegal acts, all of these unconstitutional laws, are letters to Santa without the men and women yeah. in uniform willing to enforce against the against the Constitution. Yeah. You know, I'd love to see NYPD walking up to these sheriffs at that bar, Max's or whatever, and just taking the like three NY, NYPD guys, grab the sheriff, and trans behind your back. You're yep, under arrest. That's what needs to happen. You don't live that's here. We live here. These cops live in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why would they let them come to their home? I'll tell you this, man. Could you imagine these these NYPD cops who are either sitting back and doing nothing or enforcing this? Imagine yep. if that was the caliber of young man we had during World War II. They'd be like, they'd yep. land on the beaches of Normandy and be like, look, man, you know, I'm just going to side with the people who are here because they're the yeah. ones in power. I'm not going to fight to free people. What, what no, we, we need people to, to stand is... up and say, I live here. Get the out of my home. What we need to do is publicly, I guess privately, fund the good officers yeah because if they're worried about losing legal? their job that's legal like crowdfunding but yeah if they're worried about losing their job and getting their pay cut it's like hey you know we'll, we'll let's all build up this fund like a, if like you're worried about that if you lose your pension if you lose this let's take it out of this fund like, like you're Medicare. good you're secure you're creating, creating a new police department we're creating yeah, like a charity <laughs> fund we could do a global charity we're creating fund. our own government here's what i'm advocating for here's what i'm saying the police should arrest criminals Yep. Does that sound? It. Does that sound crazy? Well, that's if, not the, crazy, if right? it's a bad law, yeah, you don't want them arresting people that are that are Violent. defying I, I, bad I didn't, laws. I didn't, I didn't say people defying bad. I said criminals. Cri- yeah. Crime doesn't make you bad. Like if it's a bad law, you want to become a criminal to, to no, fight no, no, against no, no, no. the you're, bad you're, law. You're misunderstanding. I didn't say cops should arrest people who break the law. I said cops should arrest criminals. Well, if you say everyone yeah. has to go out and punch people, and I say I'm not going to do it, then I become a criminal. In that no, you're world. reading too much into it for Dude, no reason. You're I'm saying that law and law and what I'm saying is when the sheriff shows up and illegally detain someone that's called kidnapping. And they have no constitutional authority or statutory authority to do it just because de Blasio said so. It is then incumbent upon NYPD to say, you are under arrest for kidnapping. 
for some crime, yeah. That's I think a crime. I think yep. they should yeah. uphold that kind of crime. That's literal crime. But it's the like moral. law says they can't do it, and they're doing it yeah. anyway. They need to be arrested. But if you make a, a law that says that you can't You're, do something bro, you need to do, to do then you have to become about. a criminal. We're not talking about made up. You laws. just said police we're should go talking, arrest criminals. We're not talking about some new law that was just made because the Blasio didn't pass any laws. I'm just saying crime isn't the is, b- benchmark no, I, I of whether or not about. you should I be get, destroyed. I get what both of you guys are saying. Because you're, you're saying that criminality is based on the laws that were made, right? Yes. You know, so like being a criminal is defined by the law. But I get what you're saying at the same exact time where de Blasio and these sheriffs are also breaking yes. the law. The police should yeah. go and arrest criminals. Yeah. And I agree I mean, with you're both right at the same time. Well, they time. should arrest those criminals. They yeah. should arrest criminals. For that. Not all criminals. What? Why not? Because some laws are bad and those people shouldn't be criminals. No, How they, about this they, constitutional they law? I mean, I don't think nonviolent drug offenders should be arrested personally, not marijuana. I mean, you know, just because you say marijuana is illegal doesn't mean that you should go arrest them all. It's a bad law. It shouldn't uh, have been made. It is is a bad law. They should be arrested. They should sue, and the law should be overturned. But it destroys people's lives to get arrested. It wastes their time. It puts a mark on their— Having an argument about what you think is morally correct is not the point. The point is the sheriffs are coming in and breaking the law. There's statutory law being broken by these sheriffs and by some NYPD, Mm -hmm. and they're spineless, pathetic, and terrified whiny baby cops who won't do anything about it. I agree. But it's dangerous to say cops should arrest anyone that's breaking the law. That's cops should arrest people because who break some the law. laws are not right. So and we got to be careful about encouraging. For. Yeah, but you don't want to go disrupt everybody. And then you go to a Democrat court and they lock you up for life. Bro, you can't <laughs> you can't argue that some cops have the discretion not to arrest people breaking the law because then you're going to have a cop who who helps and protects his friends. The law has to be upheld. We're a nation of laws. If laws are not enforced, then what do I'm we have? I'm getting this because I told him it was lawful good. Okay, you're neutral what? good. It's a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Think about all the Democrats who are like, we should, we should decriminalize border crossings. <laughs> they shouldn't arrest these people. They're broke. No, they did. They literally committed a crime. And just because you don't agree doesn't mean I have to live by your rules. If we vote for people and laws are passed, we deal with the ramifications of that. If eventually we find out the laws are bad, we change those. Marijuana is now slowly being legalized as people start to realize. And yes, Trump should pardon nonviolent drug offenders. Those who are literally nonviolent, not anybody who pled down, pleaded down. The point is, in New York City, when an NYPD cop or a sheriff breaks the law, they need to be arrested. Or they arrested. fail to uphold their, their constitutional oath. No, they get fired for. That, that, that's well, not a crime. I mean, who's going to fire them? The mayor's not going to fire well, them. I, I, and, and who's going to arrest the cops committing crimes? Should be the good cops. I don't care who you are. If you commit a crime, you get arrested. Okay. And that includes activists who are protesting peacefully. And I say it all the time. Nonviolent civil disobedience is the best, most effective way to get change. It works. We've seen it work. It works with civil rights and riots sour people to your cause, but you get arrested and you deal with the results of challenging the system. There is a, there is a cost to challenging the system. So should the FBI be the ones that are arresting cops that are violating the constitution? The FBI doesn't do that. That's a fe- FBI handles federal. I saw crimes, a video online but- of a cop arresting another cop. Yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. it. it like right then and there. Like I think like maybe the cop was doing a little too much, like hitting the guy. I don't know. Yeah. I just saw yep. the quick clip. They were on. They, they were immediately both- like took listen, him and they arrested the. Were cop. they both on duty? Yeah, they were both on duty cops, and I think they might have been working the same exact thing. Let me put it this way: If I'm in New York and some guy walks up to me and grabs me and throws me to the ground and pins my arm behind my back for no reason. That's assault and battery. Yep. So a cop should come and arrest that person. I don't care what they're wearing. I don't care if they're wearing a badge. Now, the issue with a cop arresting you is different because we as a community bestow authority upon people under the, the, the ideal that they're going to be stopping criminals. Now, a lot of police forces have 
citations and fines and, and quota systems. And that's all that's all bunk BS for sure. We can argue that. But if if I am doing everything legally and I'm running my business and some random guy comes in and blocks the door and won't let anybody in or takes my customers and like detains them, kidnaps them, takes them in their car. You got to arrest that person. Could you imagine if someone went to your business and then just like grabbed the clerk and threw him in a car and drove off? You'd be like, whoa, yeah, under no statutory or constitutional authority. Did that person do that? I don't care if they're running well, a badge. Here's another takeaway from everything going on right now. Where There's no constitutional enforcement from the federal government to the states. Trump no. can invoke the Insurrection Act because of this. No, he he should have done this six months ago. Specifically, in the Insurrection Act, it says if people's constitutional rights are being deprived, he can send in the military to protect their rights. I think yeah. he should. I mean, he's not running for re-election anymore. I was hoping I mean, that Trump is, was but... going to win and then immediately do the Insurrection Act and arrest Cuomo, arrest de Blasio. He doesn't even need to arrest him. He could send in the military to New York and reinstate people's lives. Yeah, that's what needs that. He should just do that right now. Just Political willpower. Yeah. Trump could do it. Yeah, that's and, what America needs right now. You know, it's funny because people are calling for Trump to invoke martial law. And you've got like his, his most ardent supporters. And the left is saying, you know, he can't do that or whatever. We're already under martial law. It's it's not yeah. lit, martial law means military law. So not literally, but we are under totality. The, the Democrats under there's listen, there's constitutional authority and there's statutory law. Statutory law are things that are passed by a legislative body. Constitutional authority is based on what the constitution of your state or your or the federal government gives you under neither of these Cuomo, Wolf, Newsom, Whitmer have done things they're not allowed to do. And the Supreme Court has said of the United States, you can't do that. So you know what they do? OK, this executive order has been destroyed by the Supreme Court. Make I'll issue one. the exact same one now. Literally the exact same. Like they'll change some words or use some uh, alternate arguments to do the that exact same thing. Felonious. It sounds dictatorial, despotic, psychotic, and in violation of law. And Trump could invoke the Insurrection Act because they keep doing it. The one thing I learned from all of this, there's a reason why we have the Constitution, and there's a reason why the Founding Fathers put the number two in there. I don't like to say it. I don't like to think no, it. No, no, I don't that, want it that, to happen. That's, that's, you're, you're, but but I, you don't need to bring it up. Trump's the president. Yes, but the I'm problem the is, problem isn't what the people are doing right now. They elected Trump. They elected Trump to solve these problems. And the people who are seizing, who are stomping on the rights of individuals, could be stopped by the president right now. They can also be stopped by us. That's and a it whole seems other like conversation. I don't want like that to happen, but it just seems like that would be at right now, this point in time, there seems to be nothing happening from the federal government or from Trump. And that, I mean, yeah, it it's could be up to us. They're destroying e economics. They're not like yeah. stealing people's children Every at night. Day if, they, if the cops were coming in and taking people's kids in the middle of the night, you'd probably see people enforcing their, two, their second I, amendment. I, I don't know. I don't think so. You don't? The James Younger case. We're supposed to put James Younger case. A man's son has been essentially taken from him and the courts ruled that the child will undergo gender uh, reassignment therapy. Yep. If a father wouldn't rise up in defiance of the government after his son was taken in that way, then I really don't see the it's political. That, it's that the, slow heating the up is of the frogs Republicans in the pot. Wear way we're way more peaceful than the left if we were if, if we were as violent as the left none of this would be happening that's a scary thing yeah and you know the lockdown protests against whitmer from months ago we had peaceful. tens of thousands of americans show up peacefully with guns and what happened she extended the lockdowns and then, people and that's, and that's it and people just went home. that was it then they went home it's like oh because republicans we want to do everything legally in the court republicans want to be left alone yeah we just want to be left alone yep. I, I appeal to the president Donald, please enforce. You think he should invoke the insurrection? Act? I think you should protect our economy at all costs from these Especially psychotic. Especially the way things are going right now. If you're not going to win the election, what do you got to lose? 
it's kind of crazy that it's it's a slow boil where fog's in a pot. The economy is destroyed. These these leftists have no idea how debt to GDP works, how money printing works, how modern monetary policy works, anything like this. And they advocate for things that make no sense, like deficit spending to pay for health care. It's like all you're doing is stripping away the savings of people. It, like it makes it so that nobody should save anything ever. But then, of course, they use that and say, well, we have no savings. We should have government, you know, mandated spending, you know, and, and, and buying uh, of the resources you need. With these Democrat states destroying the economy, we get this $600 COVID package. That that $900 billion deal attached to a two point three a total of $2.3 billion uh, omnibus spending for ridiculous things like Pakistani gender studies shows you the system is corrupt and Trump isn't fixing it. That's it. Trump, Trump apparently submitted a budget request that was similar to the omnibus. So people are mentioning in the super chat whether it's true or not. What does Trump come out and do? What, 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 does, what does Trump come out and do? He says triple it. Yeah. Trump didn't say reopen the economy now. I will not sign this relief bill until there's a mandate for the states to reopen their economies and protect small businesses. And Throw said, more money at it. Exactly. And he yep. said triple. And Democrats, what they said? They said, great idea. Much obliged. Yeah. You know Absolutely, Trump. The, the, it's kind of a, being a Republican in one way is kind of a double-edged sword versus being a Democrat. And the Democrats' worldview of fixing it, they can just come in and like what the dictators are doing, these governors. Oh, I, I want this done. Up oh, here's an order. Blink. It's done. Even though it's unconstitutional, it's tyrannical, it's illegal. With Republicans, on the other hand, if they want to fix something, we don't act like, for the most part, we don't act like dictators to get something done and fix it. We would have to go this process, that process, and this pushback and that. Then you got to play the game and do all this. Whereas if it was a, a Democrat, uh, here's a bill, sign it, tyrannical, done. Right. Legislating yeah. your, what you want. I think about that with gun control. Like just saying it's illegal all of a sudden while people Listen, are at home printing their guns. Like you can't enforce yep. that law. You, on, you look like a mockery. Donald Trump vetoed the NDAA. In it is a, an, a is an amendment that would take away his ability to in, it would curtail his ability to invoke the Insurrection Act. He would require the Secretary of Defense and himself to sign off and provide reasonable certification to Congress to approve. Otherwise, he would not be able to invoke the Insurrection Act. So if so, think about it this way: one of the provisions of the Insurrection Act is to enforce the constitutional rights of the citizens of the state. New York is in violation of that oh, n- numerous times, blocking people from going to churches and things, you know, and, and, and things of yeah. that nature. California is shutting, Los Angeles is shutting off people's water and electricity for, for exercising their First Amendment right. Mitch McConnell on the 29th is going to convene, convene the Senate to override Trump's veto. When that happens, Trump will lose the ability to invoke the Insurrection Act. If Trump would do it, he has five more days. That's it. Four more days, probably, to do so, it before they, they, they override his veto. Who do you have to send in? The National Guard? Is that- military or National Guard. Federalized National Guard or the military. I worry that if this sets a pre- precedent and that gets done, then what if Biden comes in and wants to ban guns nationwide? No, the Second Amendment, states- that, that would be in defiance of the, yeah. of the Constitution. But, so, I mean, what we're seeing is the, these, these police officers don't care. They're right. Doing it. But with the military, I the think The military, I don't think would... Well... We'll see. You know, like, I never thought in, I never thought I would see law enforcement arrest people for not wearing. (laughs) I never did. You see, I've had experience with it, so. Not here. That's what what they used to say. It'll never happen here. I think the military is not going to go door to door. Listen, listen. They will. Right before lockdown started, I talked, I I did an interview with um, an NYPD officer, and I was telling him about the whole lockdowns. I'm like, I was saying, there's no way in hell that this will ever be enforced. And this was before all this happened. And he said to me, 
you'll be surprised. That was yeah. I did not believe him. I refused yeah. to believe him. Dude, and then I've, a month I've, later, I've be been to, I've been to enough countries. I've been to enough protests, and I've seen enough action from police to know that many of these people just don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think all cops are bad. They, you know, the left uses a worse word than yeah. that, and one three one two or whatever ACAB. I think there are a lot of bad cops, and I think we need police reform. Yep. And I think there are a lot of good cops. And they tend to be smaller cities. They tend to be more rural. Yep. And they tend to be conservative. And they know it's the, the big too. city cops who will, you know, beat know you over you. the head and say, I don't care. You're yeah. right. We need to fund them, the people that are violating the orders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if they them. lose their job, they, that's it, you know, for them. But if we have a, a charity that's making sure they're yep. going to get paid regardless, then there's incentive mm-hmm. to do the right thing. You should start it, Tim. You got no, I don't know about that. Hire someone to start it. You know, people get mad at me because they think I'm so, I'm going to be some like I'll leader. Start it, I'll start it and then I'll pay you to promote it nah. as a sponsorship. People, people, people <laughs> like uh, Trump supporters are mad saying like everyone's got to be on the front lines of this fight and going out showing up yep. in DC in the six. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I might, I might go to DC. I, I, I don't know if I'm People got tired of all these lockdown protests now. This was like well, the, the six summer is, of the six pro- isn't a lockdown protest. The sixth is the overturning the election for Trump protest. Okay. So yeah, they're saying everyone has to go there. And I'm like, bro, I'm not a leader. I'm not a part of your tribe. I'm a dude who complains on the internet, and I will always be that, yeah. and I'm not going to rally or rabble or tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I'll tell you what I think, what I want to happen, and you do your thing. You make your own opinions. His uh, drone war and escalation and his lack of leadership on Assange has really kind of soured me to Donald. What's his lack of leadership on Assange? He's just not doing anything about it. He keeps saying, like, um, I'm considering. That was, like, last week, and now this week he's announced he's still he's considering no, he, it again. He, he instructed the uh, Ecuadorian embassy, the, the raid on the Ecuadorian embassy. That's that's leadership. Not not what we want, okay, though. Okay, not the right leadership. <laughs> right. So he certainly made a decision, pull Assange out of the embassy, and now we've yet to see him pardon Assange. Talking about pardoning the guy. Yeah. Like Daniel Ellsberg. He revealed the war atrocities. Julian Assange didn't commit any crime. He's just being effectively detained for a decade, nearly. It's like eight years now. And now he's facing charges because they just don't like that he's effective. He exposed the intelligence agencies and some of the messed up stuff the U.S. was doing, and it really helped Trump. It, it, it showed a lot of Trump supporters exactly what they were doing and why, you know, a lot of these arguments against them, uh, against like deep state, you know, people were, were, were correct. And for a long time, like a good example is Sarah Palin. She spoke out against WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks published her emails. Sarah Palin just came out defending Assange because what we got out of WikiLeaks was good. And then you realize, you're going to get with, with WikiLeaks, you're going to get stuff that probably don't like, you don't want leaked. And you're going to get stuff that you're probably grateful was leaked. We learn these things from people like Assange. But Assange isn't even the leaker or the whistleblower. He's the publisher. He's the journalist. And they, and they're doing this to him. Trump needs to, to, to pardon that guy ASAP. The concern is if Trump pardons him right now, the UK will find an excuse to keep him. And that Trump, his best bet would be to get Assange to the US before pardoning him. How? Don't think it's possible. Like, think it's possible. like a secret raid to get him out of there? He already did that. What did he say? They raided in the... the Ecuadorian embassy and arrested Assange, and now the, the British authorities have him. But I mean, a, a raid on the British authorities. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I know, it'd be crazy. No, they're trying to extradite him, but he has the legal right to block the extradition. And they don't trust the U.S. government, so they're not going to allow it. So I think Trump should just pardon him. I don't think there's any point in waiting. And if Assange wants to stay in the UK and doesn't want to come here, then just pardon him and be done with it. Whatever. Now, how do we deal with the, the fact that people have their rights completely stomped on in a bunch of these states? I don't know. 
Because do we just sit back as the water slowly boils and we sit in? And we know for a fact because of Supreme Court rulings in like several states already, they are actively violating constitutional rights of these people. Or do we say something must be done and Trump should invoke the Insurrection Act and, you know, hypothetically go in and then enforce constitutional. I thought he should have done it on day two of the riots. I, uh, but it's like Why there's didn't he? the riots you know and then there's the shutdown. And it's yep. like they're two different psychotic. No, no, listen, the, the Insurrection Act has been invoked numerous times, like a couple dozen times. And all, the, the most recent was for riots, 1992 L.A. riots. Then you also had the Baltimore riots. Then you had the Chicago riots in 1968. These were nowhere near as crazy as what we because saw. Because of the yeah. Insurrection Act, probably. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, the L.A. riots were pretty nuts. But, but I think nationwide riots and then 100 days in, in the Pacific Northwest dude, they were and like, Trump didn't do it. There were like five days where they were just watching and then no one responded you know federally. Why? So then there's all these other riots started breaking yep. out. You know why it probably didn't really happen? Over the summer and that stuff, because it's all politics at that point. It's like, what move will help him win re-election? Will letting them destroy themselves? He doesn't have to show. worry about that right now. Now he doesn't need to worry. Or but at the end of the day, we also don't know what's going on behind the scenes with this election stuff. Maybe he knows some stuff that we don't know that maybe he knows Seems I'm going like to win this. If we got like, this, that, and the other thing. We don't know that. So. I like this, this super chat. I got to read it. Monty M says, Ian, pay your college loans, then talk about cops. I was a cop for 13 years. The NYPD is a bunch of punks. Well, right now my loans are on a temporary deferment because of COVID, but uh, it's my, you know, probably number three concern with debts. I pay off my credit credit card debts and my taxes first, and then I um, am I am Panda says I agree with Joey Salads. Everyone here put money where mouth is and show up in on Jan sixth in D.C. That's the big question. Trump won't make a move unless he knows he has popular support. Mm -hmm. If people don't show up on the sixth, I'll tell you this: if ten million people show up in D.C. on the sixth, and it's just endless field waves trump will do whatever yeah. trump will be like okay i done. think i'm gonna go because I, I my flight is on the sixth i might just reschedule it so i can get there go to dc yeah i'm hearing from people that aren't super political telling me they're going yeah so well, i i don't well, know that's the thing is people who aren't political are forced into being political because right. of the lockdowns like a normal business owner a normal worker that doesn't care about politics i just want to live my life they want trump to win now yeah now you're thrusted yeah. into it where when a you know, a Black Lives Matter throws a, a, a you know, a, a garbage can through your window. Now you're now you're in the political game. It's a DC is a great city to congregate into. There's all this wide open space yeah. and like plazas and roads to shut yeah. easy to shut down roads. Cool landmarks. Oh, interesting. Uh, John Stewart photos. says the provision curtailing the Insurrection Act was only in the earlier HR bill, not the final Senate draft that he voted vetoed. Interesting. I thought it was in the it was, it was added as an amendment as an amendment. That was a, there was a fact check on it that said it was included in the bill, but I guess you know they took it off. Took it off. Anyway, I'll, I'll say it again. If I think if you had 10 million people in D.C., I think Trump would invoke the Insurrection Act. He'd overturn elections. He'd just do whatever he wants because he has the people right there. He would literally just be like, say something. You know what I mean? I'm, the people are here. They support me. I'm going to do it. And they would cheer for it. But if people don't show up, Trump's just going to be like, thanks, everybody. Have a nice day. Mm -hmm. Trump, like, it, in, in any political move, won't do anything unless they feel like they have yeah. their Yeah, Obama support. was the same way. He didn't have any support, so he just capitulated. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, let's do Let's just do uh, one more. Josh Branson says the military has already gone door to door for guns before. Look at post Katrina New Orleans. Interesting. Well, then, if you haven't already, smash the like button. Thanks for hanging out on this Christmas Eve Eve show. We are off tomorrow and for Christmas and then we'll be we'll be back Monday and uh, I'll be doing my show next on Saturday. So check out my other channels at youtube.com slash Timcast and youtube.com slash Timcast News. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at Timcast. Joey, do you have uh, anything you want to mention? Your Twitter? Um, 
my Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> your your Instagram. Um, I guess <laughs> I, I guess like my podcast, YouTube? the Joey Saladino Show, or the app America Now News. So, right. You on, got man. any merchandise? I got wearing canceled. Where where can we canceled. buy that? <laughs> where can people get uh, that? Merchlinkinbio.com. Very cool. I got that URL. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and your YouTube channel is pretty huge, right? It's just not monetized It's big. Right now? I haven't posted in like six months because it's demonetized. So. Oh, okay. oh, YouTube wow. reps, if you're watching, just, just throw me a bone. Yeah, Come man. On. Get this guy back on the market. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole catalog of content I'm ready to post that I was filming. I was like, Joey Souths 2.0, I'm going to come in hard. I got highly produced oh. content and I'm right about to post it. Can't you do sponsors Blink. though? Uh, my viewership plummeted after the demonetization. Yep, that's the way it Plus, works. That's what I'm saying. My, the sponsorships don't really pay me much because it's hard for me to decide my price because my, right. my viewership fluctuation, exactly. it's like, I'll get 50,000 views on a video, 2 million on this one. So it's like, how do I charge them? Right, do right. you have a Minds account? No. We, uh, I co-founded that with Bill. You should mm. get started yeah. on there because I know Bill loves your work. Yeah, I'll He's check the it CEO. Out. I bet he'd push your stuff really Yeah, hard. definitely. Definitely Minds. Yeah, yeah, I'll check, check that out. Because they actually have a, a pro partner program now too. Okay, it's not as good as YouTube, but it's at least at least it's something yeah, to compete something. with. Because you know, with all due respect to say like uh, BitChute, mine's actually you get paid like a yeah. partner program. That's the that's so, the key. But it's not as good as Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. But it's the only way to make it happen it's is something. to use it. I've been just distributing my content on like all the alt platforms. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit here, a little bit there, but it adds up. You know, it's something significant. Mines is doing um, this new technology where they can you can link it with your YouTube channel, so any new YouTube uploads will upload yeah. to Mines automatically. That's cool. I'm gonna check that. And right um, it's uh, free software, which is nice. And I think that was was there something else I was gonna say about Mines. I don't know. Were you gonna mention your Mines? Oh, I have a Mines you? channel <laughs> at Ian Crossland, along with all my other social media accounts at Ian Crossland throughout the internet. Right on. And of course, you can follow at Sour Patch Lids. You can. I'm pushing, on Twitter. Pushing all the buttons. Yep. L-I-D-S. Posting spicy memes. Correct. And uh, we're, we're, we're back Monday, right? Um, yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't have anyone lined up yet. Oh, uh, well, we're super excited for the like the second week of yes. uh, January is going to be it's, spicy. It's getting, yeah, it's awesome. I'll just put put it this way. There are people who are in Congress who are planning on coming You know on. their names. But I'm not going to. I think I, I know. I don't announce guests because I'm going to cancel. I'm going to get disappointed. Not if, and but so, when, because they do. Well, especially people who are really busy and people yeah, like in Congress. Am I allowed to know? say my guess or would that like give it away? No, I don't say anything. Yeah. Just in case. You know, Congress is a verb. It means to move together. Oh. Ian, let me ask you a question. What is, uh, in, is, uh, what, what is uh, pro and con in that context? What does pro mean? Forward. What does con mean? Against. What is progress? To move forward. What is Congress? <laughs> to move against. <laughs> Boom. That's their job. Yeah. Say no to the president when he gets crazy. It's true. All right, true. everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll be back uh, at some point. Yep. And uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for hanging out. Bye-bye. Bye.